Hi everyone, welcome to Frame Trap. This is a casual podcast where we talk about games in a loosey-goosey way. I'm your host, Ben Moore. Joining me today are my majestic guests, Kyle Bossman. Hi everybody. Ian Hank. Hi. And the ever-effervescent Michael Huber. Hello. <laughs> Huber, we shot a, a very uh, jolly talking syndrome before this. This is really jolly. We're I talking, like, about, talking about time. I like that, that show. It's just like you sitting down with your audience for a few yes. minutes and, and having a one-to-one conversation. It's, it's so good. fun. I love it. Yeah, nice. Uh, as I was telling these guys before the podcast, uh, last Frame Trap, it was like, all right, new console. Let's talk about it. Let's dig in. Um, and what I'm liking about this episode is just there's so much out. There's so many games out to talk about. And almost all of them are very, very, very good. And so we're just going to get cozy mm-hmm. and celebrate video games. Do you have the same problem with uh, Abby, Ben, where, like, she doesn't believe you how many games there are? Yes. <laughs> no, it's really yeah. funny that you bring this up. Yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, I've never been so buried with games right now. There's yeah. so many. It's out of control. It's a mountain. Yeah. Because you always say that. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. always a lot of games. You know what happens it's to like, me? It's like, no, no, no. Right now, for real. She's like, you always say that, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Does this happen with Beth? Like... Abby is confounded. She doesn't understand why I need to have so many video games. Like none of us understand why you right. need to have so many video games. Sure, I'm to the extreme, but like she just thinks it's very logical to finish all the games that you have played before you buy a new one, and yeah. that makes sense. But at this point, yeah. she's not wrong. I'm, I'm so far down that hole. Like I can't. That path is yeah. gone from me. Gone. I'm glad I'm like me instead of like you guys, where I like I don't I'm like glad most I'm like things. Me instead of like you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Yeah, but I'm glad I'm yeah. like me instead of like you. But you know, I'm like you know. I'm drinking out of a Lucky Star coffee mug. Well, I've embraced it. Not everything about being me is great, but granted, but like, uh, you know, because I I'm less I'm less enthusiastic about every game. Than we're not you guys. enthusiastic about every not game. every game, but like I to me we're in like we're like in like that. the doldrums. Yeah, you make there's the most... been a dearth of games for years in my in my view. Like <laughs> I'm like yeah, there are like four games a year. Yeah, the Dark Souls DLC came out this year, Dark so it wasn't all bad. It wasn't a total waste. You make epic Sim purchases, six. though. Yeah. You'll be like, yo, I just bought this, like, cool tech. Yeah, you want to talk about spending like, money. Cool you will buy a hammered dulcimer on a whim. I don't need I, money lectures I, from Ian Hink. I agonized over buying that hammered dulcimer. For, like, five minutes. For, for like, a, a month. No, for, yeah, the hammered dulcimer no. I thought about for a long time, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, then, like, the Arturia Micro Brood, I thought about that but for a couple But think about what you're saying. I agonized the, over purchasing the a hammered mini dulcimer. Log. <laughs> The Korg Minilog, I agonized over that for like a month at least. But you bought all of these things. I did end up buying all of these things, yeah. yeah. And they've been put to great use. Great use. Great I use. haven't used my dulcimer in a little while. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get... Uh, I, I want to like incorporate... Because I've got a few other weird instruments laying around. I want to try to like do a song where I use every single thing I've got. <laughs> it'll be a bad song, but it'll be fun to do. We'll see. Kyle Bossman. Yeah. Do you have many game purchasing regrets? Few. Few, name one. I'm I'm curious. Oh God, what strikes at the heart of regret. Kyle Bossman? A oh, gaming regret. Yeah. Um, this isn't right. This isn't mean. It's just the one that came to my mind. Oh, be mean. Uh, I forget the name of it. It's the one where you're that nasty little troll, and it's a stealth game. Oh, sticks! sticks. You hate sticks. this game more sticks. than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I've played this game for two hours, Kyle. 
and I like the two hours that I played. Can you can you summarize what it is that that <laughs> makes you so incensed about Sticks? Sticks was a game where it's like, man, I've never heard of this game before. Mm-hmm. It's for sale right now. I think yep. it was forty dollars at the time. Ooh. And I said, I gotta give Sticks a shot. <laughs> this is gonna be so fun. I'm gonna make an episode of Final Bossman about Sticks. Uh-huh. I'm gonna discover Sticks, and then you just get in there. And you realize what sticks is, and it's like you're throwing pebbles and stealth, and everything looks gross. Uh, maybe more serious than I thought it would be. And that's why I like it. You like the seriousness? <laughs> Dude, of the stealth is good in that game. It's got some, some good stealth. I realize I don't like stealth. Oh, you love Metal Gear Solid. Stealth requires a great story to push you through. Oh, okay. For you to care about your character getting discovered. Because you're like intimately hiding because you care so much. Yeah. 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 Okay. If it you don't feel like the... you are at stake. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, but I mean, I I live with few regrets. I still don't regret buying sticks. I mean, I know what sticks is now. And so. Well, the thing was, is that it was free on plus like a couple months later. I remember. That did happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is a wild and pretty much unrelated tangent, but that's what Frame Trap is. You were talking about story and stealth and it driving you forward mm-hmm. and just like it making the stealth feel more important. You remember in the original Metal Gear Solid when you go into Metal Gear's hangar for the first time? This is well before you fight Metal Gear Rex at the end. That camera movement. Yeah, and you're just sneaking around this awesome mechanical creation and it just, it feels so immense. Mm-hmm. What a brilliant game. Immense. Uh, Ben, you know how sometimes when we're streaming, I'll say, hey, can you come back and look at, can we watch that camera movement? For I did that hallway probably three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> Just to, if you've never seen it, camera starts looking down at Snake, but then as he goes down the long hallway yeah. to Metal Gear Rex, the camera uh, sinks behind him, so yeah. that by the time you're at the end of the hallway, it's beneath him looking up at Rex from, like, beneath his legs. Really, really cool stuff. So, am I just casual, or do you guys sometimes, too, forget that Metal Gear Solid 1 is, like, top-down. Never forget. <laughs> like, once in a while, though, I'll, like, when I boot up or, like, play Metal Gear Solid 1 again, I'm like, oh, yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do like, weirdly forget. It's, <laughs> I do have that sort of, uh, like, instinctual reflex of wanting to aim down the sights in first yeah. person just because you can do it in right. the other Metal Gear games. Yeah. But, it's funny know. when your memory does that, when you, like, are kind to something... You know, and then you go back and play it, and you're like, "Oh, right, no, yeah, this game looks real old." <laughs> like, I do you do you guys have a fondness for never-ending story? Uh, yeah, absolutely. When I was a kid, look, Kyle's just shaking his head. No, even as a kid, <laughs> I was like, "This is not for me." I I thought never-ending <laughs> story a movie. as a kid was just the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Just like what got, a fantastic world. I got knee world. deep into the sequels too. Yeah, all of these like <laughs> ridiculously awesome creatures. And I remember I was in high school and I hadn't seen Never-ending Story in, in probably ten years. I was like, "Oh, I saw it like at a Sam's Club." I'm like, "Oh, they've got a bundle one and two for like ten bucks. I'm gonna get this." And I was so excited to take it home. And I watched those movies. And oh. I'm like, these are garbage. Do not hold up. I tried. I tried watching Neverending Story a few years back, and I was like, "Wow!" It broke my heart. Yeah. You know what holds up, Ian? You'll agree. Huh? Labyrinth. Yeah. Holds it does. Up. Labyrinth holds yes. up. I Labyrinth holds up. Mm-hmm. I've got. I've got a real quick one for the regret purchases one because mm-hmm. it's happened to me multiple times. So I background. I loved Stronghold and Stronghold Crusader. Back in the day, played it a lot with my sister and over LAN and everything with all my friends. I just love it. They're jolly. They're great. Whatever. There are HD versions of those that you could play and they are inexpensive. 
Uh, but then Stronghold 2 came out, and I snatched it up immediately, and I was just like, oh, this is not good. This is real bad. And then Stronghold 3 came out, and I was like, I like hesitated. I'm like, I, it's, I know it's going to be bad. So I waited a few months, and then I finally caved and bought it, and then I played it for like half an hour, and I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. And then Stronghold Crusader 2 came out, and I was like, surely they have to have fixed their issues, but I waited for months until it was on sale, like significant sale. One time I saw a sale and it was only like $10 off, and I was like, not enough. <laughs> and I waited till the next sale when it was $20 off, bought it, and immediately regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh no. I know you're buying the next Stronghold game too. I know, I, it's like you're a problem. It's my Achilles heel. <laughs> but, but that means, Ian, that you still have that like, element in you you still have that yeah. hope yeah hope against i just all i want is for odds. there to be a good castle sim uh like you're gonna say castlevania <laughs> yeah well that too all i want is for a good castlevania but yeah Don't we all? yeah outside of outside of disappointments hopefully kyle bossman what you've been playing hasn't been disappointing i got a weird one for you this week what a surprise. you always do yeah <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh, <laughs> Call of Duty 4 yes. Modern Warfare. Yeah. Cool. Yes, Duty. have you yeah. been playing even single player Warfare? multiplayer? I played through the campaign, just through the okay. campaign. Okay. Kyle, I'm really excited to talk about this. Yeah. Wait, Huber, you too? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to still talk about about that campaign. Absolutely. It's good. Wait, First, are we talking Infinite Warfare? No. It's the one that comes with Infinite Warfare if you're spending $90 oh. or 80 I'm not sure, to 80, be honest. Which you 80. did? Kyle, before, Huber did. Before you start... Uh, Ranting about it, I just want to hype up the uh, the upgrade that is the remaster. How good of a remaster it is! I'm not ranting, dude. No, before no, before I mean before you talk about it. You got a rant that's coming? I want to speak positively that's about this game. That's what I meant. There I, could be a rant, positive rant. rant. Can be positive in my mind. Okay, positive rant. A positive rant. <laughs> yeah, they can't be. But all right, <laughs> you know what I really love? <laughs> yeah, everything about this game. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's. It's not even a remaster, right? It's a remake, basically. It is, yeah. Remaster is not the right word for what all the work they put into that game. You compare the two side by side, it's it's dramatic. Dramatic. Yeah. How long ago did Advanced Warfare come out? 2006, I believe. 2006 oh. or 2007. Wait, this is Advanced seven. Warfare or Modern no, Warfare? No, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. Advanced Warfare was last year. Modern okay. Warfare. No, I get them all really confused. Modern Warfare okay. one. Two years ago. Yes, yeah, two years oh, ago. Oh, Black Ops oh, 3 okay. was last year. The, the way along ago. We are now in the year of Infinite the Warfare. First, yes. The yeah. first one to be modern. Modern, yeah. Yeah, Modern yes. Warfare okay. was the first yeah, one. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Really started at all. And it's cool. There are missions where I'm surprised by how open they are. Wait, did you play it before? Uh, played it when it came out okay, with buddies. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, you got an yeah. Xbox 360? Let's try this game." And we College played was all it. about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. There, it's interesting to see a scaled back Call of Duty game. Call that, of, that's ahead. why it's the best. That applies to the multiplayer as well, which we we could wait on. But uh, yeah, it's it's so good to hear you say that. The the one thing that I have to ask, having not played through all of that campaign, is. Call of Duty 4, to me, is a campaign of moments where you just you, you reflect back on it and you're like, oh, I remember that happening and that happening and that happening. Do those things still hold up? Ghillie suit, the ghillie mission, all oh, gillied up. Oh, my God, the best. <laughs> all gillied up. Ta- oh. Talking about uh, stealth, talking about stealth mattering because uh-huh. of the context. That is such a great mission. It's so good. Walk us through it for those who, yeah, who aren't familiar. Yeah, it's so good. So ghillie suits are the stupid, very puffy, leafy 
uh, camouflage costumes that apparently people wear in real life. Oh, I yeah. doubt it. Snipers uh, wear them snipers too. Yeah. For sure. Really, snipers? Do you yeah. wear them? You gotta creep through for like days to get to your yeah. perch or oh, whatever, boy. and then you like watch it. We've guy. opened a can of worms. Well, Trust I remember. I remember the time we did combat facts on GTTV, and yeah. they didn't want ghillie suits, and they were like. Y- yeah, this is kind of practical. You know, that was that was the mm. result of the. Is the do people wear ghillie suits in real life? It was kind of like, yeah, kind of, once or twice. In the marching band music video for "This Too Shall Pass" by OK Go, <gasps> expert use of ghillie suits. Yeah, <laughs> he's right. They did two videos for Look that song. Up. They're both great. Look it up. OK Go has great music videos. Best in the biz. The music okay, is go. pretty good, but the videos are great. Yeah, it's that. Thanks I don't, I don't want to call that in the biz. They're just, they're really trying to push something forward in music videos. Uh, that mission, you have somebody who's basically your sensei. Mm-hmm. He is telling you when to stop, when to be calm, when to move, and you appreciate that person so much on that mission. Uh, you're invading, I think, Chernobyl. You're going into a Russian city that has been nuked before, uh, but there's a deal going down. And so you're sneaking past mm-hmm. enemy units. It gives you an option. He's like, hey, we can kill everybody here or we can sneak by your call. Video games, thank you for letting us do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, just moments where you just have to stay and wait for people to pass by. And it's a little absurd because you have people walking right next to you and they can't see your ghillie mm-hmm. suit. It's a ghillie suit. It's effective. It's you're just hanging out on the floor and watch. It's terrified that these Russians might kick you and then say, oh, we're going to shoot these two men right now. Yeah. Uh, I love tandem sniping. I love this idea of like, okay, you get your target, I got mine. Go. Pew, pew. Love it. If that, that's in a Always game I'm very exciting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that's just one mission that's very well-paced, very uh, slow, uh, uh, measured, just uh, you can be stealthy or you can shoot. I did a lot of shooting. Mm-hmm. But uh, anxiety, it's a <laughs> level about anxiety. That? And you hear the crackle of the your little radiation detector. Uh, cool mission still. The reason I love Modern Warfare so much too is Kyle was like hinting at it was just how grounded it all is mm-hmm. and how scaled back everything is. It's like th- it's it always reminds me of like spy movies and like Homeland and like all the great n- spy novels and movies and whatnot when like all the other Call of Duties like in the future and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're not in the future, so it's kind of hard to get that emotional investment when like spaceships are flying around and all that, you know. Whereas this is like boots in on modern the ground. times, boots on the ground, like so high stakes. I want one last thing about game design that I really like. It's present in a lot of PC games, maybe older PC games. That it's something I always admired is uh, the ability to go the wrong way and therefore to be nothing in that room. Mm-hmm. To me, I really dig that kind of thing. I think a lot of times when you're exploring, you go the wrong way and like, oh, I found a little trinket. I'm good at the game. You go the wrong way, there's just a room there. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, cool. This is just, that's the world. This is this is a, a, a level of a world. You know, when video games have really made it, yeah. you'll go the wrong way and there'll be a room full of like cabinets and they'll be filled with thousands of items that you can pick up and examine, but they're all pointless. Yeah. It's just a bunch of files. There's a weird and thing like to be said for that. And some coffee mugs and yeah. stuff that are just like nothing. It's so strange. I don't know why I like that, but uh, <laughs> it helps. Uh, Kyle, Lots of bathrooms. I, I had this uh, thing happen to me when I dipped my toes in the Modern Warfare campaign because the two shooter campaigns that I had played immediately before that were Doom and Titanfall 2. And mm-hmm. in, in that those style of games, uh, in both of them, they pretty much immediately give you room to just go. 
and there's not a lot of there are times in Titanfall, especially where you're you're talking to somebody and you have to wait for them. But for the most part, you're just like jumping on walls, and there's kind of this free form style to it. Um, and I was playing Modern Warfare, and I just remember a specific moment. I think it was in the second mission where like I had gotten to the door that I needed to go through, and I had to go through this door as the one way to keep going in the level. I had to wait for an AI to like come up the stairs, go all the way to the door. I was just like, come on, come on. Um, and that got under my skin a little bit. And I appreciate that more methodical pacing. And I think it leads to great moments like you were describing. Mm-hmm. But did you ever have instances where kind of waiting for the game to move on bothered you at all? No, man. I okay. dug it. Okay. I dug it big time. Yeah. The the opening of this game, you have almost no control. You're a uh, president who is captured, and you're I in the back seat of a car. I love it. Yeah. On your way to an assassination. Um, oh, boy. Uh, so I, that, that opening is actually still kind of effective. You know, it's, it's not genius. It's just surface-level interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just such an interesting way to introduce you to the main antagonist. You get shot by him. Uh, introduce yourself to the world, the conflict, everything that's going on. You see the enemy side of what's going on. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just an interesting way to start. And then that whole stupid training mission, I love the way that you learn you, you learn how to use your weapons. Dude, even. Kyle, did you have freaky flashbacks during that training mission? Freaky flashbacks? Just like when I booted... Because I didn't play through that campaign since it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can remember like sitting in my... my it was when the, when the computer was in my parents' room. Mm-hmm. I can remember sitting in my parents' room, like, <laughs> oh, brutal. shooting down the sights in Modern Warfare, being like, oh, nice, nice, you know, because I'd played, like, the other Call of Duties or whatever, yeah. but World War, and now it was modern, so I was, it just had a crazy edge to it. It, 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 was it had an edge. That's a great edge, way to for say sure. it. Yeah. And booting this up just the other day, like, aiming down those sights and playing in that, you know, when you go out and you see all the troops running by and, like, the jets or whatever, I was just having, like, these weird flashbacks. And it's one of the reasons I love remasters so much is mm-hmm. like reliving moments and seeing it from a different perspective. You also have those moments with remakes where you get to say to yourself, is this as good as I thought mm-hmm. it was? And you really get to answer that question. Yeah. And playing the, the Modern Warfare multi, I was playing it for, I, I was only going to play one match of Modern Warfare remaster multiplayer last night. Played Ended up playing for two hours. <laughs> and it's still so good. Mm-hmm. It is not just nostalgia. And what I loved about it so much is... It is multiplayer where the priority is you pointing your gun at something and shooting it. You're not running on walls. You're not jumping all around. You don't have these crazy superhuman special abilities. It is just aim down your sights, shoot a dude. They die super quickly. And the map design is so good. Like, I don't know. I I felt like for the first time playing Call of Duty in like years, Mm -hmm. I wasn't just like having to run around with it like a chicken with its head cut off just like hoping for the best like there was a slower more methodical nature to it that i just absolutely loved what i found interesting though is there were like three or four matches where almost everybody was camping like just really? just like <laughs> getting in on a roof and like hunkering down or going into a corner Whoa. and just like planting down with a, a machine gun or something a, a light machine gun or a heavy machine gun that is and, uh, hilarious that's yeah. awesome yeah camping still around it was a kind of camping i love camping that you couldn't like in the faster games you can't really pull off but like there was one guy with with a sniper rifle he was just on this perch the entire match he's like i am sitting here i am not moving and we had to deal with it like we had to find ways of that's good of getting that's got a weird idea yeah 
where you make a shooter and it's called camping and it's about I don't know maybe you're like you're on a camping trip right mm-hmm. but then it's got multiplayer and you somehow figure out a way to make the multiplayer fun where the purpose is that everybody is trying to just camp mm-hmm. like not camping but like camping like planting you know so and it's like, like screen sheet it's taking so that it's negative like, aspect it's of taking a negative aspect of multiplayer and making it the thing I wonder how you'd make that fun or good like what's the angle is there a way the longer you camp something happens the stronger you get or something uh you take damage for camping or you take damage for moving what if no because you want people to be you want to moving has to become cheap in a game about camping yeah what if every so often like every 30 seconds or every minute it pings your location on the map and so they the the players that are trying to find you can use that information and then you can play head games with them and right. use that to your advantage right. and, and try and to trap like, them where yeah. they yeah that's maybe, pretty cool maybe you're invisible if you're camped but you're visible when you're moving or something my favorite game to camp in now is mm. battlefield because <laughs> you have to move still yeah that's my favorite part of it it's not like yo counter strike pick a box sit down this is where you are. They're coming mm-hmm. through this door, camping right. up. It's like, yo, find a rock, kill one or two people, then move and, and relocate. Then, yeah, what am I doing with there. the rock? What's up? What does the rock have to do He's with that? He's hiding behind it. Hiding behind a rock. Oh, okay. Or like in a rock. Not, Sounds like you're picking up a rock. Oh, no, no, no. Find a rock. Find kill a rock. two people with yeah. the rock. Carl, <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about tandem sniping. I really yes. want that to be in a game, in multiplayer. Yeah. In multiplayer. Yeah, where, like, if it, if it was in Battlefield, where you have to, like, set up the bipod, like, it takes a good 20 seconds to set up, and then you can't move. One person has the telescope or whatever, the binoculars. Yeah. Huber. The other guy's taking the shots. Did you ever play Silent Scope? I love Silent Scope. <laughs> yeah, there are, like, several games like that. Yeah. No, but Silent Scope is one... Or two player, but it's yeah. two, still two people sniping. Right, right. I get what you're yeah. saying. I but want one person well, scouting. I've got good yeah. news. In my game, camping, uh, tandem sniping is a heavy, heavy <laughs> mechanic. Yeah. I wanna. Where do I sign up, dude? Kickstarter. Oh, right here. Kyle, I think I think you've got you've got some some intriguing thoughts about Call of Duty Four and a single player campaign. I, I like this. I like this this fresh perspective on this decade old game is there anything else that that struck you as you were playing it uh this is a kind of thing where you know i hate talking about how much games cost you know how much i hate talking about the the expense of a game and i actually have value. no idea but uh, i hate it i hate <laughs> talking about dollars and bills when it comes to like a game's value but this game is packed in with call of duty infinite warfare it shouldn't be it's the only way to get it yeah it is the, the only, only way, way to get to this get game it? Yeah. bucks weird yeah, it really shouldn't be. You should be able to buy this game on its own. It is worth game. playing on its own. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite gaming memories of all time, playing Black Ops 3 with Kyle Bossman. An Kyle, honor. Yeah, really. Honor and a privilege. Kyle, you <laughs> like to play games uh, single player. Yeah. Did you enjoy Modern Warfare, this 10-year-old game, more than the, well, not newest anymore, but we'll say newest Call of Duty campaign? More than Black Ops 3's campaign? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I did. Is that the one with the robots? Yeah, I mean Hendrix. It has a Black Ops Three's campaign is really cool. It's very very cool. Mm-hmm. This is just so consistent in, in its progression. I don't know. I really like it. I really oh, like Modern Warfare. It's yeah. it's pretty cool. You were you were talking about groundedness before, and I don't know if if you can agree with this or not, Kyle. But uh, 
like a lot of people have a lot of fondness for Modern Warfare 2, but I remember playing Modern Warfare 2 and the campaign after coming off of Modern Warfare and being like, they're getting a little too crazy for me. It's bit. like it's like it's it it feels a little bit more about the shock. Like Modern Warfare One, it felt like a very clear like this is the story we want to tell. These are like super well designed, super well thought out missions, and there was a, there was a kind of schlockiness, I guess, to Modern Warfare Two. That there's one thing though in Modern Warfare Two that makes it my favorite Call of Duty of all time. It is your f- of all time, and that is nice. no Russian. Yeah, it is like sure. the pinnacle moment of the entire franchise for mm-hmm. me. Um, I just all like anytime I think about Call of Duty, I think of that and all gillied up, but mostly no Russian. Definitely insane. And is that insane the moment. which one had Avenged Sevenfold and that weird Black kind of, that was Black kind of racist two. racist moment at the end where they were like making fun of the bad guy kind of Black Ops Two. That was really I don't weird. remember that. Yeah, he like comes back. He like comes back and, and they're he's like all part like, of the band, right? And he's like kind of like a caricature of of I don't know. It felt really weird to me. Hmm. Wait, what part of it is racist though? I I mean maybe I remember it being like, and I was I just saw it from cutting the reviews, so I didn't see like most of the rest flags of the game. everywhere. Or maybe, Wait, but what? like they That's, were really no. I feel, like, I feel like we're <laughs> we no, need no, a proven no, no, ticket no. on the show. <laughs> he was just he was just. I mean maybe I'm wrong. I, the way I remember it is that he was kind of like. <laughs> He was kind of like dopey and fumbling, and he was just like, it felt like a caricature of, and then they had all these white guys in this band just kind of like teasing him a bunch. Yeah, he was like the drug lord <laughs> it just character. It just felt really like tone deaf, because his accent was so heavy and stuff, it just felt really weird to me. Alright. You know, like, I don't know if they were trying to make fun of him, for, I don't, I, I assume they weren't trying to make him like, uh, like a minstrel show or something, but like it fe- kind of came off that way for me, but... I'm a bleeding heart liberal, but so. nobody's gonna defend like however you feel about that moment. It made no sense for Avenge Seven. Yeah, Avenged it was in your game is, is, is and then have the bad, bad guy who is dead come back and play a guitar. It was, like yeah. don't do that. I, I feel like that moment, like the people that viciously hate Call of Duty, no matter what, it gave yeah. them so much animation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That scene for life. Avenged, yeah, for mm-hmm. life. You can just reference that point. But it all—it just feels like one of those moments where like somebody's like. Oh man, they're gonna love this. Mm-hmm. Sure, and then you, and then you play it, and you're kind of just like, mm, what? And then the like, office, like they were like, "Hey, did you hear? Avenge Sevenfold likes our game." <laughs> M Shadows they were just prestiged. <laughs> this uh, M Shadows. We were talking about it for yeah. a lot, but the Modern Warfare rem- remaster remake, whatever you want to call it, really made me want them to do it with Call of Duty One. Because I love Call of Duty. One. Yeah, Call of Duty I, I feel one. like I can re- always, re- I'll never forget, like running yeah. into a trench, hiding behind a dead cow. That Call of Duty like, One campaign is great. Uh, I think it's actually great. Yeah, and I feel like history is is now starting with four. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, pivotal yeah. game. But Call of Duty One and Call of Duty Two as well. Uh, so a lot of great memories. A lot of great, a lot of great memories. Set pieces, aiming down the sights, similar like pace and tone. I bet they're working on a modern or World War Two. Call of Duty right now. That would be amazing. If it's not next year's, it's the one after next year. I hope. Don't you think it would feel kind of like they missed the boat, though, since Battlefield just went back? They have to. I think they're responding. Well, Battlefield's still or World War One. World yeah, War yeah. but like, So I think they're, they got to It's going to feel like they they're like, to. oh, we're going back there. Okay. They have no other choice. Yeah. Um, besides Call of Duty 4, yeah. what has been occupying the time of Mr. Bossman? Uh, besides work stuff and stuff I stream, lots of VR. 
Oh boy! Well, I'm doing really excited to hear stuff. about this. Yeah, yeah. So you're still using the PSVR? Still use? Has, I love VR so much. Has oh, the wow. initial rush yeah. faded at all? Or are you still riding high on Planet VR? I'm still riding high. Uh, the initial rush of like getting to tears every moment is gone for <laughs> sure. Uh, but uh, let's see. Uh, it was Thursday night after the show. I went. I downloaded two silly movies and the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Uh, jackal. Jet, the Jackal thing. Yeah. What is this? I don't even know what this is. So, uh, oh man, the beginning is the best part. It's just a free little demo. Anyone with a PSVR can go download this thing. It's just a free stupid thing. Um, you're in the spaceship that uh, of Infinite Warfare, and you're just hanging out in your ship at first, and you just see this weird body that you have now. It's like, all right, I got a cool big body. Uh, <laughs> but you're inside of a... This, like, looking inside of a cockpit is just unreal. But then um, it's like, okay, put your thrusters on it, and then you're like, Oh, we're going. And then you just, you're just getting out of a spaceship, you know, in your own little spaceship, just getting out, just docking out where it's like, foo, 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 foo. that's the best part. Just, foo, foo. and then you're out in space and it's just floating around. Oh, it feels so good. And it starts with just um, go shoot some debris just so you can get used to flying around and how to pilot and look around at the same time and uh, just shooting debris, which is cool. You're using Ex- a controller or this, the motion? The controller, definitely controller. Uh, which is great. Um, the explosions are real bad for some reason. They're like flat, just ugh, like a oh. 15 frame animation. It's the craziest thing in the world. I don't understand why that is. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, then, you know, you're shooting some debris and they're like, oh, bad guys are here. And then you have to shoot bad guys. And that rules, too. It's not hard. They made it very super easy, but it's just really cool to fly around. Oh, in space. bad guys are here. Yeah. So just some little thing they made on the side. Just some little thing on the side. Because it's free. Yeah, let's cool. make a game legit. Let's make a game where, like, whatever you're the VO guy, mm-hmm. and when bad guys come up, you literally go, "Oh, bad, oh, bad guys, guys are here!" We'll get, oh, it's bad guys. We'll get canned immediately. The other one of the movies I saw that I liked, I want to find right now because I I want to like talk it up because it's actually very good. Uh, what was the other one I saw? It was like two aliens talking to a rabbit. The, there were I was checking. I was a rabbit, and another rabbit was there, and these aliens came. Sometimes. Kyle, I, I think when you play video games, you're just like, I'm going to go down a hole and let's see where this leads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a literal rabbit hole. You look yeah. down at your body and you, you have a little rabbit body. What? The dream. Yeah. Uh, but that thing kind of honestly wasn't that good. It's like okay. you just watch some, watch some aliens goof around and that's all that we have for this. The other one was like very emotional. I was crying inside my headset. Uh, what was wow. it called? Does it start with an A? It starts with an A. Some like five people have told me to watch this thing that starts with an A. It's like a free movie. The well, image how are you is... supposed to watch it without a VR headset. So the one with the oh, rose. Yeah. They're like, you got to try it. Oh, is there okay. a rose involved? No roses. Okay. The image of, of Kyle like having to wipe his own tears out of his PSVR headset yeah. is yeah. is pretty good. <laughs> is it Alamet? Yeah. Okay. That's the one people keep recommending. There we go. Alamet. There it is. Okay. Sorry, everybody, to uh, postpone the podcast. It's okay. Uh, affecting. Uh, really good use of VR. Really incredible use of VR. Are you Why? sitting or standing? You're standing. It's a, when it f- first starts, I'm like sitting down. It's like, best use while standing. I'm like, okay, I'll stand for you. <laughs> Alumet. Uh, definitely sat for the bunnies and aliens. And I'm like, okay, I'll sit for this. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. It's um, I don't know why it's more effective to be in VR. I guess they seem more real. Uh, you see an environment and you can poke around and, and peer in or peer out at your own will. Uh, which is really cool. You see very early signs of how VR filmmaking could work because 
you know, a lot of the, a lot of film is uh, not a lot of it. Part of it, a small part of it, is just and painting too. Where to draw the the viewer's eye? And so you see that in VR, the way that a boat will fly by, and then it, you're like, you have to go watch that boat, and then it goes down to beneath you where there's an opera scene going on. You wouldn't go look down at that opera scene if that boat hadn't gone by. And so it's cool to see things like that. It's a very early uh, film, VR film. Really cool. Wow. I want to do that. How long was it? I think that one was... 15 minutes but I couldn't I was I don't know I lost track of time in there (laughs) what's so cool about what you're describing is like you are really truly on the ground floor like VR is not at a point where they figured it out and so you're just seeing them try all of these things and you're you're kind of you know seeing the man behind the curtain and that's that's got to be kind of like a fascinating and, and, and inspiring sort of perspective yeah that's very cool and then job simulator was the last thing I played most recently Nice. Which so, is is not that inspiring a thing, but it's just like I love playing Job Simulator. <laughs> I, job Simulator, I, I haven't played Job Simulator, okay. and it, to me, the way that it's it's been kind of impressed upon me is like this is just a de facto kind of VR experience. This will help you understand VR. Is, yeah. it, is it more than that, or is it really good at that specific thing? Uh, it takes place in a world. It's a deep future. Uh, robots have clearly taken over. All mm. this is not really like directly like nail on the head. It's kind of just like you just got to understand that this is part of the background. Uh, you are the job simulations you're on are what robots assume life was like for humans of our time. And so there's lots of inaccuracies that are kind of funny and lots of like oversimplifications. Mm. And are they doing it to try to like make you feel comfortable or something? It's a museum. Oh, okay. So it's like, oh, this is what human life was like. And so they're making you perform? Y- well, or no, are you you're, a robot. You're, you're a human. Oh. Or they call you human. I think you're actually a robot. It's oh. hard to tell, to be honest. Uh, Head cannon. Head cannon, yeah. But uh, yeah, Ben, the, the way that that all uh, enables it to be silly, that all enables it to, like, if things are a little goofy and wonky and over chunky, it all kind of works with whatever the scenario is. Uh, and it's really cool to get good at it. It's really cool to flip open a drawer. The cooking one is really cool. You're like, oh, I know how to make a pizza right now. Uh, <laughs> you, but what, I mean, like, how you make a pizza is you blend a tomato, you put the tomato sauce on a piece of bread, you put it that in the microwave with some cheese, and then out comes a pizza. You know, like that's one of like the dumb inaccuracies. Mm-hmm. Making an actual pizza would suck in VR. Yeah. So it's actually cool that this oversimplification works with the whole dumb scenario of you're in the deep future and this is what robots thought life was like. So it's cool. I I dig it big time. I tried that to lean. Like a lot of fun. I tried to lean on the counter in the the Seven Eleven one. Yeah. Three different times. Yeah. I like actually tried to lean on a counter that did not exist. And you know, you know, I love just <laughs> peering down and looking in your cupboards. I love uh-huh. opening things, flipping things over, chunking things, shaking things, uh, breaking things, putting things in displays, doing paintings. It's all there. It's all fun. It's things you can't do. Have you ever had an awkward moment where? That being physical in VR, like, have you stubbed your toe or, or hit a window or something? I've or? been very safe. Okay. What I do is I move the couch aside. I don't yeah. have enough space naturally. I really have to put a lot of effort to make the VR zone in my own little apartment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just kind of, like, set, make a wall with my couch. And so I'm good. I'm, I'm very safe with this stuff. There's, this is, Sorry, go ahead. Does it come with headphones? I forget. No. Oh, yeah, it comes with little earbuds. Mine broke almost immediately, so I just yeah. put on headphones anyway. <laughs> okay. Having played Vive and PSVR... Can you see a difference? Because I've heard, like, that the PSVR hardware is not amazing. Uh, the headset is comparable. It's not that bad. The 
handles, the control sticks, are not as sick as the Vive. And okay. presumably not as sick as the new uh, touch ones for the Oculus. Uh, there's there's definitely times where it's like, I don't know what's happening. And it'll like, lose you and it like faded in and out. Um, I found it's more effective to actually have the light on. I have better... Weird, okay. Yeah, I'm like better to play the games with the lights on, uh, with grabbing things and things like that. I played Carnival games. You know, the, the yeah. Wii brand? The Wii yeah, brand created yeah, for the yeah. Wii? I played that in VR. There's some cool stuff in it, <laughs> but there's no other way I would ever play a Carnival Games mm-hmm. game. I didn't play any of those on Wii. Yeah. We played more Carnival Games mini golf once. Yes. Which is really good, yes. but uh, otherwise, no. I don't suppose you tried Rush of Blood. The mm, no. Yeah. No, okay. no, deleted it. Too yeah. spooky. Uh, it. Why did you download it? Even though it's a... For us, for Easy Allies. Oh. They won the vote. Oh, okay. Even though it's a huge pain in the butt, and I'm sure I would get sick of it immediately, just, just hearing you describe it, like, kind of preparing your space like moving the couch and having mm-hmm. to like get ready for VR yeah there's something kind of appealing about that mm-hmm. yeah you know like and the wind down too I yeah. have to put the couch back mm-hmm. afterward once I come back to earth it's like okay yeah it's so like, like, I'm, like sweating. I'm like sweating when I take the headset <laughs> off I'm like oh I, need I gotta some get water. up <laughs> I need some water uh, I love it I'm really excited about Robinson I'm really just excited to keep doing VR stuff are I'm you getting pumped on pro it. I don't know Hubert cause I heard it's like the, better. the whole big thing oh, is Oh, yeah, that like it, what you just asked. Yeah, the whole big better. thing is it's PS4 VR, the Pro, is the reason they made it. It's not the yeah. reason they made it, it's but it's going to help it. It's going to help it. It has to I, help it, yeah. yeah. Perhaps this is my own ignorance, but I, I really feel like I've been trying to pay attention with the PS4 Pro and, and everything that it's going to offer, and I, I feel like it's just a bunch of Numbers. vague descriptions. Like, it has the capacity to improve game performance mm-hmm. and, you know, hearing suggestions about improving VR, but I, I don't... I feel like we don't have all of the nitty-gritty details yet, and I'm excited for it to come out and for to have yeah. people properly put it through. Digital spaces. Foundry. Digital yeah. Foundry. The best thing I've seen so far is the NeoGAF thread where they just compared Titanfall 2 screenshots. Here's a game okay. that just came out. Look at these two screenshots and how they compare. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, okay. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's It sucks. It's pretty good. Dang. Yeah. Hmm. Ugh, I don't. I don't want to buy it. Nobody wants to buy it. Yeah. I want to stumble upon one in the street is really yeah. what I want to happen. Seriously. Look out, I'll check it out. I yeah. want to just be on my doorstep. I don't know. I'm in anguish about it. I don't know if I'm going to buy it either. PS VR slash PS4 Pro. That's a thousand dollar purchase. That's a thousand dollars right there. It's a thousand dollar purchase. And the Switch is yeah. in March, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you don't have a 4K TV. No, no, I don't have a 4K, 4K TV. TV. So then I gotta like you know yeah. look at Black Friday. Do you gotta yeah. get a 4K TV. Yeah. That's another grando at Ball least. Ball and chain. I got to be a sorry. Back to I was just thinking no. about Job Simulator. I got to be a car mechanic. And then just a car pulls in front of you. You can do anything you want to this car. I think yeah, that's a really yeah. important part of why that's so fun. Yeah. You can paint it. You can pull parts out. You can slam weird parts in. You're just playing. You're just a kid playing with toys. And that's what I think is so appealing about Job Simulator. And what's so interesting is, is imagine if you were playing Job Simulator with just a controller on a TV. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess I can do funny things to this car. Like, it wouldn't have the same effect. But yeah. being there and having that tactile sensation of actually poking and prodding around, it's, it's fun playing. Yeah. Which is a... Being able to thing. peer into the car and feel yeah. like you're inside of a car is unreal. It you really don't need is. an objective. You don't. That's cool. Well, they have loose objectives. Right. But they're but not specific. They're not like painting yellow. It's like painting whatever color you want. But I'm saying you yeah. as Kyle Bossman feel compelled to just take a knee, you know? Yeah. Take a knee. <laughs> if you don't know what that means, it means sometimes I like to crouch and look at things from different perspectives, which mm-hmm. is like I like to do a lot in VR. Uh... Anything besides VR? I'm tapped, Ben. You're That's tapped? It, man. You're That's tapped. All 40 minutes. That's all I got to talk about. <laughs> hey, you know, I, 
I love that, you know, Kyle took the plunge with the PSVR and we get this oh. perspective because none of us have it. Ben, so we shouldn't, we'll save it for a later episode. Yeah. Last time I was here, you all convinced me to try Dragon Quest Seven, and I haven't played Dragon Quest Seven. You know, I... I know we've been doing the Kyle segment for a while, but I think people <laughs> I are going to be upset well, we'll if you bring it. up... We'll save it. Just I'm, talk just, we about it. We don't have another frame right. the other two weeks. So I think, I'm a, I'm, like I'm 11 or 12 hours in. I'm pretty deep in. Yeah. Um, only three characters in my party so far. Uh, I, that's a game... We were talking about grinding earlier off camera. Well, I guess on camera on Hebrew show. I like grinding in, in uh, Dragon Quest. Game. Dragon Quest, dude. Yeah. Grind fest. Uh, I love a the pleasure. I love the enemy designs. It's actually much more hub worldy than I thought it would be, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Best towns. Dragon is that the Quest. game you're talking about with the main character that you? No, that was play? I'm Setsuna. Oh. Uh, the main character in this game is just kind of you. He's just like a little boy who like likes to adventure. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's me. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. easy to put yourself on that kid. Um, uh, but, uh, right now, Ben, the story is basically go get more crystals, go get more, uh, tablets, put them together, and then you can go to this island and you can see what's going on with that island mm-hmm. and then go get more tablets and... Very slow start. Yeah, I think that's and what's happening right now. Start, I mean, like 30 hours. I th- apparently start. it's 20. It's 20 and then I get the job yeah. cl- glass system and then actually, like, maybe I'll find a bad guy. <laughs> like, maybe I'll figure out what's going on in this world. Oh, maybe, maybe you're not far enough in to have this hit or maybe it just hasn't hit for you at all, but I do think Dragon Quest Seven, as you're adventuring to these different places, those little micro-stories in each of them, I, I, I liked. They are relatively simple and straightforward, but yeah. I, I got invested in them. Yeah, I'm hoping they come back later. I hope the micro-stories mean something eventually again. Okay. Because a lot of them have no resolution, really. I Keep playing. Okay, wow. Keep playing. Okay. Keep playing. Wow. That's wow. all I'm going to say about that. All right, that. I'm going to keep no playing. No Okay. And I really, it does take forever for it to get rolling, but I do really like the drop system in Dragon Quest Seven, And because I, I think before that point, combat is just too simple. Like It really just, is. You just don't have that much to I do. I have two abilities, basically. Yeah. 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 So, all right. It's crazy. I think they realized that in Dragon Quest Eight, because like even from the get go in Eight, yeah, like simple battles on the on the that first cave, you yeah. gotta you gotta pay attention. Yeah, to what you you're gotta doing. like yeah. psych up. You gotta use spells. You gotta do this and that. Deflect. It's like oh my goodness. I do like that when a boss fight is on. Yeah. Then I'm like oh it's on. I'm using mm-hmm. all my stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Debuffs. Buffs. Yeah. Rock and roll. We're ready to go. Yeah. I love doing stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, regular fights. I'm like oh I'll just do. Uh, well, it's, it's in eight. I think it's so perfect because like you'll get to a new zone and it'll kind of be like that, where you have to do everything like boss style. But then you'll keep you'll like get stronger and stronger, and then once in a while though you'll get jumped by yeah. like seven monsters and you're like oh my goodness and you can't run yeah you can't but, flee and then but then usually you know since you've been like grinding the area you just like mash through. But if you're not attuned to that style, if you're not aware like hey I need to grind for a little bit, Dragon Quest Eight will kick your butt. Oh, it'll kick your butt. Uh, one last thing. Before we move on, sorry, Ian, it's almost through time. <laughs> uh, translation's really good. It's really it's mm. part of a, like a new era of Dragon Quest translations where they're like changing even the spell names and things like that. They're putting mm-hmm. more care into making it as quirky as it is in Japan, which is appreciated and pretty cool. Absolutely. I have two quick questions before we move okay. on. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, next frame trap. Do you think you will have you? Will you put more time into Dragon Quest Seven in the next two weeks? I will absolutely until Pokemon comes out. Okay. All right. Cool. Good to know. Also, are you interested enough to jump into Dragon Quest Eight on the 3DS in January? Because that, mm-hmm. that's that game, the big boy. That's the big boy. Play PS2. 
I kind of want to play it on PS2 or the PS4 remake that is unannounced. That will be announced at PS. Don't do this, Kyle. Oh, dude, it's, it is now officially time to move on. God. Ian Hink. Uh? What have you been playing, man? Nothing. Not a damn thing. All right, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I've been playing uh, Ashes of Arendelle, the, oh, yeah. the Dursal finished that last night. I finished it last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's great. Yeah, I've been playing Civ CX. Mm. we yeah. got to talk about one of these. Wow. Ashes of Arendelle. I wasn't on the little talk, even though I captured the game footage. The hey, game you footage. were invited to be on that talk. People were like, why didn't you have Ian on? I yet. And I was like, I we went out it. of our way to invite Ian. And he's like, no, I can't. Nobody, did talk nobody ever the, said that. We did talk about Final Fantasy. I, I, I absolutely did No, on camera, I mean. Oh, sure. Uh, no, yeah, I hadn't played any of either of the bosses yet. I would have been, yeah. I would have been upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I don't think we should really spoil too much of it here, but like... Sure. Hooey! That's that's a good boss fight. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't even think it's just DLC freshness, but uh, that final boss. Oh. I'm not even gonna say the name. Yeah, I, I really think is is Bonkers. one of the best Souls bosses. Like I will remember it forever. Just the the presentation, the build up yeah. to it, and then the actual fight itself. And like, uh, surprise, and like just playing with your expectations, and like the different things that it does. I loved it. Yeah. Also, I just loved the environments. Mm-hmm. Exploring those environments was really interesting to me. The snow and the like rot areas and stuff what like that. What about the Vikings? Yeah. I didn't think of them as Vikings until you said that on the thing, but then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, they're Vikings. Sure. They have exploding arrows. <laughs> is there a tower with like a bunch of those big guys in it? Yes. Because yeah, I was watching, tower. where is that? I was watching it's one like of the Vati video videos and I was like, wait, I didn't see that. You know when like the snow like falls and you fall down yeah. and there's like wolves? You just yeah. keep going. You go all yeah. the way and then like around to the little, left. Yeah, around the oh, left. Oh, I never went over there. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got to do that. Something I think the DLC does really well, despite being super short, is I actually think it tells a really interesting story. The story's and great. They're, they're going to continue it in the next one. They do a wonderful job of setting it up, mm-hmm. kind of, kind of what's going on in this painting and the dynamics that it's playing with. I think the, really good. What I assume will happen in the next one is really cool. Like mm-hmm. the the setup is very neat. That final line of uh-huh. the DLC. Oh god. Wow. Oh boy. Yeah. The reason I like it too is because like. It was about a couple characters rather than, like, the world and the light and the darkness and everything. It was like, yo, let's just focus on a couple people. Definitely. Also, the cool things that that I learned is that, because I've already beaten the campaign, the main game, uh, and the characters say different things to you in that case than they would if you haven't yet, Mm. which is interesting. Because, yeah, like, one of the characters was saying stuff about, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, is this hard to talk about without spoiling anything? Cool. <laughs> I think something I do think we can talk about, two things I think we can talk about without spoiling anything, is some of the weapons you get are, are pretty cool. I mean, if you care about weapon spoilers, Dude. obviously that Crow talons. Yeah. Also, this like, is like the Ian Huber oh, yeah. weapon expansion. No, yeah. when I, when crow, I, talons? Yeah, crow talons? And then when I saw the earth axe or whatever, yeah. I was like, Huber. I, was yeah. like, I picked it up. My character can't even use it. Yeah. I was just like, Huber just lost his mind. I got the talons. I was like, all right, Ian, here yeah, we go. Yeah. Did you mess with there the There are two scythe? different talons. I have the scythe, too. Yeah, it's really cool. So it's, it's weapon ability. It's just a single scythe, but when you... Two handed, and you use the ability, you get another like you have glowing. To hold down yeah. You have to hold it down, and you start like jumping and spinning around, and it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. It's Crow Towns cool. are great. They're really fast. I put a poison gem on them and maxed them out immediately, nice. uh, which is pretty cool. They're still they're 
Dark Souls, I feel like, isn't fast enough for it to really work super great. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a fun weapon. Especially when you actually poison somebody with it. That's pretty cool. Uh, PvP, not super viable. <laughs> did you did you mess around with the arena PvP? Yeah, I did. Um, so I did two or three battles of two on two, mm-hmm. and I got really frustrated because I was being really I was bad at it. I had like four or five wins, and then I just kept getting steamrolled. I did a couple of duels, and the thing with that is the problem with that is you have to load back in every time you mm-hmm. lose. And I lost every time. Uh, but then I did the brawl, where it's six people, and it's just madness. That's what I had the most fun with. Yeah. That's the way to play that. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. crazy. Because the best, some of the best PvP memories I have with Dark Souls 3, uh, there was one where I was a wolf of Farron or whatever, and I got summoned in to protect the the woods, and there was another one of my guy, there was an invader, and then the the main player had a had a sunbro with him, so there was like a, just a gang of us in there trying. And like two of us were on the same team. He had two guys on the same team. There were three of us trying to kill the host, but that other guy could also kill us. So it was like a tenuous, like uneasy alliance. alliance. It was so, and there were crabs just coming after everybody. It was really funny. But brawl is like that where, um, and it's funny because you last hit so. What happens is, I mean, you talked about this. What happens is someone gets, you know, you, you can smell the blood in the water. Yeah. So, like, if somebody looks like they're about to die, <laughs> someone else just will suddenly be there and be like, whoosh, you know? Yeah. I come in with my katanas and I'm just like, sks, 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 sks. you know, it's pretty funny. I think it's a great addition to the game. The one big disappointment that I have with the arena PvP mode is just that there's only one arena. And, yeah. and more are obviously coming. It but seems like they're going to add some. It would be nice if there was just one or more two, one or two more immediately. I think bold. It's a bold choice to put an arena selection part of the menu that you can't even highlight. You, yeah. It's not like arena you go, selection and there's just one. Yeah. Well, no, it's yeah. not even that you go to arena selection and then you can't move left or right on the list. It just skips the arena selection entirely, but it's there. Cool. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, guys, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my god, the uh, the brawl is just—it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. It is madness. Yeah. The other crow weapon is really cool too, where you uh, have a rapier that's yeah. really quick, and then you can just throw these. Yep. It's really cool too because the way it describes it, it's not just hey, you're holding these knives in your other hand and you throw them and they're infinite. It's the I mean I'm I'm I can't remember exactly how it's phrased, but it says like throw temporarily substantial daggers. Like, mystically substantial temporarily, you know? Like, they, they materialize just long enough to hit whatever you're throwing them at, and then they go away, mm-hmm. you know? I just think it's fun that they put the consideration in to be, like, expo- to explain why you have these, like, infinite daggers in your hands. Because they're like, oh, they're magic, whatever. Um, yeah. It's a fun They just weapon. wanted cool weapon arts. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh weapon arts are cool. And tell me tell me about Civ 6. I've said a lot about Civ 6, but we haven't really heard your opinion on Civ 6. Um I like Civ 6. Okay. Civ right. 6. Thanks to everybody. Me, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tip your waitress. Oh, sorry. Uh Civ 6 to me is one of the like I was watching you play Tetris last night and mm-hmm. I was playing Civ 6. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't do that usually. I always just play the thing I'm playing. But Civ 6 I feel less bad about kind of doing other stuff while I'm playing. Podcast game. You know, it's a podcast game, you know. But 
it also isn't because if you listen to the music, it's beautiful. Yeah, and the different music that changes over time. And I also think it depends on like the level you're playing Civ Six at and like what your objectives are. Like, yeah. it, it, because you can actually play Civ Six in a way where, like, I can't afford to do anything else because there's so much going on. Right. Right. Uh, the way I play Civ Six is always the way I've always played Civ. Kind of is just. Uh, more as like a relaxation tool than sure. a game, you know? I'm always just kind of play on normal and I play, you know, standard rules on Pangea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't, in six, I've, I haven't gotten past the, uh, I don't know, third era or whatever. So I haven't yet. Um, I started a new game on a faster speed because standard was just too slow. So I, I'm like back up to where I was in that game, basically. Yeah. I think I'm playing on online speed, which, yeah, is pretty quick. Like you were saying that it's a little too quick for you. And I'm yeah, like, I, yeah, I like the pretty. I like the quick setting. Yeah, it's pretty intense because things will just happen every turn. Like, um, like three different civs will all say having a weapon is different from using a weapon and i'm yeah. like why are you saying that and what prompted you and greece to say basically the same thing except she was mad at me i didn't know what i did to make him say that do you know so the the <laughs> thing about the ai and civ is they follow their agendas like to a t it is right. like all they care about and it might have been something that had to do with their main agenda or the hidden agenda which you have to like do work to uncover so yeah. you can go into the diplomacy screen and just like hover over that and see exactly what why they, they did want. that. Yeah, because yeah. Greece was like on the same turn. Greece was like, "You are afraid of bloodshed, you coward." And yep. then and then and then the same turn, Gandhi was like, "Having a weapon is different from using it." And I'm like, "Are you mad at me or are you cool? What's happening?" So, I don't understand that message actually. Yeah, it's really weird. It. it- Deterrence is okay. Like having a weapon is different uh, from using it. And I'm like, Gorgo sure? from Greece is like particularly crazy because she's insane. I'm, I'm like, I met Japan. I just met them. They were like over here. I was doing the thing. We had our initial like, hello, uh-huh, how are you kind uh-huh. of thing. And the you were next having, turn, you were because out. I didn't immediately declare war, Gorgo was like, "Are you a coward?" It's like it's just it's been one turn. Yeah. Like, she yeah. seems like she's out of her mind. Like the minute I met her, I was like, "You're weird." Yeah. And like. In that message, she, like, has a spear and, like, throws it on the ground. And I'm just like, wow, lady, come on. Act of war. Yeah, I'm just, like, hanging out. And then and then Gandhi got mad because I settled a city. And he's like, your people settle too close. And I'm like, sorry, I'll, I'll think more about it in the future. And then you don't? Well, I mean, I haven't settled a third one. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to just, like, settle it right on Delhi. <laughs> I love, I love, like insulting the air like that we're like oh i'm sorry i won't I'm sorry, do that i'm sorry i won't bring my army to your borders and then you just bring like a tank <laughs> over and they're like oh thank Park you so much there. uh the question that i have for you somebody who plays civ uh casually uses it for relaxation <laughs> do you think like to you is this a pretty significant upgrade over five or are you kind of are you getting the same thing out of it it's weird because i was talking with you the other day and I haven't gone back to look at 5. Yeah. Because I have all the expansions for 5 and everything, and it feels basically like 5 with a, a kind of a different visual style mm-hmm. right now to me. But I know, like, the districts are way different. I, I really like the districts thing. I really like... Because I've been playing as Cleopatra each time, and I, I like the strategy of, like, always being by rivers, trying to be by as many rivers as I can because mm-hmm. you get bonuses, and you can set up your pantheon to give you further bonuses... So I've got all my holy sites by rivers because then it like, and I don't really know the benefit of adjacency bonuses uh, from my policies, but yeah. 
I go for those because they sound good. There's a cheat sheet I can show you. <laughs> okay, that yeah, helps. that'd be the good. Meta. Yeah. The meta. This, I mean, Civ you is... You want to build your districts in a diamond shape. You do? Yeah, and you want to build your farms, you want to make them into a triangle because then you get feudalism and it helps out. It's, it's ah, a whole thing. Okay, Whoa. all right. Yeah, yeah I, knew, I, I feel like there's much I need to learn about Civ mm-hmm. to, to actually play it effectively. Right now I'm kind of just like, yeah, that looks like cute. Like yeah. where I put my districts is... Squares that I don't lose production. Isn't that almost liberating though? Because that's how I'm it playing is. it too. Oh right? yeah, it's that's... Like, I don't really know exactly what I'm doing, but I'm just going <laughs> yeah. with it. But I'm here's the make my sieve. You here's know? the beauty of yeah. sieve that I, that I think is is its most genius thing is you can yeah. you can play it on that level where you don't really understand and you have these interactions with the AI that are that are kind of funny and you you want to tell them to your friends. And because you're enjoying it so much, you just kind of naturally want to learn more. Yeah. You don't feel like you have to to enjoy it, but the game is good enough that you feel like it deserves that investment. Which well, I also, think is a also thing. the beauty of Civ Two is Civ also is that um, I mean, you keep saying the phrase levels. You know, you can you can jump into Civ. It seems like a game that would be impossible to approach. It's not. Yeah. It seems like the learning curve would be too crazy. Yeah. And my friend Sophia and I were playing it. She'd never played a Civ game in her life. And we were streaming, and it was the first time she'd ever played it. Mm. And now she's obsessed, which is hilarious to me. But, like, uh, you know, and she picked it up, and she was beating me on, like, many of the score things mm-hmm. just right off the bat. And I was like, I almost know what I'm doing, and you're doing better than I am. Uh it's a game that you can just pick up and play, more or less, or it's a game that you can get so nitty-gritty into that it it's it rivals, you know, Star Citizen for complexity. And I think that's really interesting in a game. Yeah, I, I, if you ever get really brave, try to play Civ online with randoms oh, and boy. just have your cities be taken over in, like, <laughs> five turns. Like six yeah. turns. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. The, I'm, my weakness in all RTSs... Uh, you know, which I probably shouldn't tell you guys, but like this my is weakness. Not an RTS. Here we go. Well, my weakness in all games of this nature mm-hmm. is rushing, because mm. I turtle. I love to just. I don't care about fighting. I never want to fight anybody. I just turtle and make my civilization as crazy as I can. My favorite was Empire Earth, because by the time people would try to attack me, I had so many turrets on the outlying outskirts of my cities that they literally could not get to me. <laughs> I, I want a four pool, Ian. One of the most basic pleasures of Civ that has never gotten old to me in my time playing it is the AI, like if you prioritize science and getting research, the AI, on the default difficulty the AI can just not keep up with you. Yeah. And so getting to the modern era and having nuclear bombs, having <laughs> tanks, having like infantry with Planes. rocket launchers, and they've got swordsmen. Yeah. It's just seeing your like having their entire army fall to your one unit is just a really satisfying experience. I remember there was a code in the original Age of Empires where you could have like laser laser <laughs> guns and like limo machine gun cars and stuff. <laughs> That's funny. What's the StarCraft thing that we need to do? Evolves. Evolves. I downloaded StarCraft uh, on my PC and it didn't run well. Uh-huh. And it like connected online and it said, hey, your key is in- inappropriate or like this key isn't right. Uh, uninstall and then try reinstalling. It's like this is all PC games are to me. I hate this stuff. <laughs> Every single time. Up. Every single time. I try to reach out and try to give them a little olive branch and like, your key is wrong. It's like, I just, dumb, I just paid for this. Wrong. I went to Blizzard. I bought it from this Blizzard. Is, yeah, this is yeah. back in the day when you had to like have that little printout key yeah. on the yeah. inside of your CD dual key. case. Yeah. 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 What, what? 
I've just had like those Blizzard Classic games yeah. tied to my account, and I can just go and download them. And it, it's Wait, never are you talking about StarCraft 1 or 2? StarCraft 1. Okay. It's complicated, actually. It's like kind of hidden. Yeah, huh. it is. Yeah. They, they, pretend, okay. like, they pretend those games don't exist. I'll walk you through that. Walk Let's all get on StarCraft. Okay. We gotta, we gotta help so we can yeah. play StarCraft. 2v2 at Lost Temple. Yeah. Let's go. We're playing Evolve. Oh, we gotta play Evolve. We're playing Evolve. Are we streaming this or is it gonna be an episode? Uh, it might be a better episode. People don't like. People don't really like the gameplay episodes of. Oh, Easy then we should stream. What? Okay, really quickly. What is? Yeah, what is Evolve? Oh, it's such a fun. Evolves. Evolves. I'm sorry. So Plural. basically, uh, the the primary component is being able to mass attack. So on the bottom, you have a little SCV, and you can take that SCV to uh, any corner of this little map, mini map, and uh, that mini map corresponds to an actual part of the larger map. So if you take the SCV to like the little pink corner, all of your units will go to that pink corner of the real map. And so basically That's it's cool. about, it's like positioning. You can like make a wedge, you can make a line, you can make like a curve, and then you mass attack the, maybe the person next to you, or you can team up with the person next to you, you can make alliances too. So uh, there's eight squares, we'll say, mm -hmm. eight different colors. And so maybe I'm yellow and Ian's white, Huber's purple. I can direct message Ian, I can say, hey, you want to just take out Huber right now. We'll get all the experience points. And because when you kill Huber, when you take him out, when you feed on his units, uh, your units level up. They evolve. And so basically you're spawning units at all times throughout the match. And so when I was doing just regular Marines, now nah, I got fire bats. Fire bats actually suck. You want to go through the fire bat phase as quickly as possible. <laughs> so, okay, that, then like my fire bats evolve. And then suddenly I just click uh, that Ian is an enemy. And then I start feasting off yeah. of Ian. And then, uh, so that's like a key component of it too. And then Huber messages Ben and says, okay, now is our time. Now is our time, time to strike. strike. Ben's been building up this whole time. Right. Ben's got a great formation surrounding us. All of Ben's units just mass attack and swarm in on us. They start evolving. I so want this story to become a reality. Talking yeah. about StarCraft, guys, I'm freaking out right <laughs> it's now. So this sounds like playing I'm the yeah. the board game Diplomacy. What What I like about this is it, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't. You don't have to be a StarCraft master to appreciate it. it. Seems like it's just the mind games with you and the other people. Yeah, it's simplifying everything that I kind of bugs me about you know the R RTS stuff. You know, sure. Building and resource gathering. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We this has to be a stream now. I feel like yeah. we've, oh we've said too much and now do they have that mod awesome. for three? Oh my god. Uh, for two, you mean StarCraft two or two? That might be easier if I just download StarCraft two and get in the no, we gotta mod do it for in Brood War. It. Do they have it? We gotta do Brood War. But Bro okay. Evolves mod right. for it. Do you have to be human? Let us know, chat. Let us Tear. know. Help us out. Uh, uh, no, it actually switches race as as you evolve. I uh, oh. Uh, Ian Hink. Hi. Getting back to you. Anything besides Civ six and the Nurses three DLC? Uh, I don't think so. Thumper. I was playing that. That's pretty intense. Thumper. Yeah. Thumper. Uh, I want to play it on VR. Yeah, I want to play it on VR as well. The demo's on the demo disc. Super good. Yeah. Nice. And I, really cool. I, I'm terrified to try VR or to try Thumper again because I was I'm at the boss of six and it's very hard and I haven't played it in a couple of weeks because I was gone. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm gonna be bad at it. So that's not a game you can take a break from. I like don't know. I I would okay. be tough, I think. Okay. You can go back and play other levels though, so what do they call it? Rhythm Violence? Rhythm Violence game by one half of the band Lightning Bolt. Rhythm and Violence. A, and a programmer you, guy. Uh, having seen Thumper, it seems like a hard game to describe, but can you can you detail this Rhythm Violence for people who don't you know You are what? a metal scarab traveling down a track. You have to hit prompts at the, at the right time. You have to hold a button and move away from little, like, wall protector things on corners. 
Um, and it's interesting. The music is it evolves as the track goes, and it's it's sometimes it's hard to sense the actual rhythm unless you're hitting the things at the right time because kind of you are the rhythm. Because mm. uh, sometimes I was playing that with Chris and he hadn't played it yet. And he was like, where's the, like, it's really hard. It's, and he's amazing at these rhythm games. He's like a DDR champion. Mm. Um, like, I've seen him do screen DDR. DDR real life. Freak. Yeah, his yeah. screen name is DDR Freak. And I like, I've seen him do DDR, DDR in real life. Uh, actually, <laughs> it's a sight to behold. It's it a is. sight to behold. Actually, we were in Japan once mm-hmm. for work with game trailers. And Chris Wen, uh, you know, we're at an arcade in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Like high stakes the legit you know top tier situation and there's this guy and him and they both pick one of the hardest songs on one of the highest difficulties and there's a little crowd around and we were like oh no we were like okay this is this happening is... you know and it's i mean it, it's pretty obvious that like we're americans and his this guy is japanese you know he's he's local Gaijin. and yeah we are <laughs> yeah and um uh-huh. and uh Chris and this guy, like, they're going, and uh, they hang in for a little while, but eventually Chris just decimates him, smokes this guy. Whoa. And they were both high, top level, you know? Just destroys this guy. The guy looks at Chris, does, like, a quick head nod, leaves the arcade entirely. Leaves entirely. Like, Chris, like, shamed this guy. You need to practice more. Yeah, you need to practice more. (laughs) He, like, left the arcade. Ruined this guy's day. We all felt really bad. We were like, oh, you just, like, destroyed that guy. It was pretty intense. Uh, He, like, like, clearly left in shame. It was really sad. DDR Freak. That that bow. DDR Freak. It It wasn't even, like, a full bow. It was just kind of, like... Like an acknowledgement of skill, right. and then he like almost ran out. Wow! Yeah, I was like, "Oh, dude!" Oh. I would give anything to be able to see this in person. It was and just super intense. What uh, were we talking about? Oh, Thumper. Thumper. Yeah, but anyway, Chris was saying about Thumper. He's like, at first we were. Sometimes it's like, "Where's the music? Like, where's the rhythm?" And you only kind of hear it if you're hitting the things because it comes on the offbeat. Sometimes it's really intense. Uh, it's a hard game. It gets really tough, but it's super cool. And apparently, it's way better in VR. Like way because you can sense the 3D mm-hmm. easier. Yeah, because you're just on a track. And yeah, way, you can see things coming, coming up from down way the, far yeah. ahead. Yeah. And then the violence comes in where, um, you know, it's not really violent. Um, it's all there is not blood or anything. Or, like you're not hitting anything with the sword. But if you, there are bosses, and if you time the things properly, it'll go, and like send a little pulse back down the tracks and then it'll hit the guy and then he'll go like and uh (laughs) it's the same boss at the end of every level this thing called crackhead but he just gets more and more crazy looking it's like somebody described it i think as like fighting an album cover Mm -hmm. wow Um, that's really accurate yeah 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 so yeah what a weird cool game it's pretty neat thumper's worth checking out Uh, i want to try i also want to try that game i can't remember what it's called um but you're a little girl, and the your your dog goes missing, and then your sister goes looking for it, and then you wait for a while, and they don't come back, so you go back out. It, the game's called like her her name, and then like night something. Uh, Is this starts Yomawari? with a T. Yeah, Yomawari. It starts with a Y. Yeah, I've, I want to play that. It. It's really cool. Is it good? Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. looking at it on Steam. I want to play that. Yeah, you should. Okay, Ian, we're at the point of the podcast where I like. 
and paranoid and looking and making sure we're recording. Can we do a check-in? Are we officially recording? I see the red I see dot. The red dot. Okay. All right. I can't see it. my eyes are bad. Okay. <laughs> I can't yeah, even right. see the red dot. I'm more rocking that uh, Windows plus 300 percent. On Mozilla. Yeah. yeah, for those who don't know, <laughs> zoom in. Go to the eye doctor. We were we were at the GT office, and Dude. Hubert comes over to my desk. He's like, "What is wrong with you?" Because <laughs> yeah, I I zoom in, in my text. It's on huge. Chrome. Go, to, like, go to the eye doctor. Like one comment it's, per page. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not that. It's not that bad. It's just it's a letter at a time. <laughs> Old man eyes. Just scrolling up. Mm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, Michael Huber, <laughs> yes. you told me before yeah. we recorded this thing that you're excited because you have a lot to talk about. Whoa. Yes. So let's get to it. Not too much. Not too couple, much. A couple good ones. You seem excited, though. Yes. What are you most excited to talk about? Hitman Ooh. finale. Episode six. What's the name of episode six? Hokkaido. Ooh. Uh, finale. Season finale. And it's just been this this journey for like months and months and months and i always uh i always like to reiterate how much i've changed my opinion on uh episodic games Mm -hmm. something that i started out not liking despising you know walking dead season one i was like i'm waiting for the whole thing i want to play it all at once i don't want to wait and now as i'm older now as there are more games now as time is even more precious Whenever I get one of these episodes, I'm like, oh, perfect. I can just play this episode by itself, really, you know, t- tear it apart and, and dive in. Question uh, for you. It's not as overwhelming. Because of the episodic nature and because you don't have this whole game to get through, yeah. does it make you want to dig into the episodes deeper? Like, yes. do more things, complete more objectives, unlock more stuff? I take it way more seriously. Nice. I'm not in a rush. I'm really, you know, I'm uh, kneeling down. So mm-hmm. to speak. Take a knee. I'm mm-hmm. taking a knee. Uh, I'm peering in to things. Cool. Um, but yeah, I loved the final episode. It's amazing. So what what is it about the final episode that made it amazing? What separates it from the other five episodes? So the, all the episodes are so different, which I respected. Um, some of them are in public places. Uh, the last episode, Colorado, was was unique and different because you're infiltrating a hostile zone. There's no civilians. It's like, yo, infiltrating a base. Right. So that was really intense. This one, you're back in a public zone, uh, but it's sketchy. Uh-huh. It's like a... Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Botched. Hitman botched right there. this thing. You've been discovered. in you. the way. Yeah. Uh, so this one was like somewhere in between where it's like a public zone, but they're doing illegal things. So they're kind of off book. Mm. Um... Smoking the reefer. Hokkaido. No, they're doing like uh, illegal health medical procedures. That's what I'm talking Whoa. about. Yeah, and it's it's Minority a, Report. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a great setting too because it's in Japan. Uh, you see like the mountains and the city down there, uh, but it's also like Minority Report, like sci-fi futuristic building. But then there's like this spa area, just a really really beautiful setting. Can you? Stop and take a like get a spa, like go in the hot tub or something. You can hang out there. Like, yeah. Get a massage. Take a knee in the spa. Yeah. Uh, what is the coolest assassination you did? What was the drop the chandelier moment? <laughs> Yoga. 
You there, there, are two, there, are two, there are two really good ones. Death by Yoga? Death by, death by Yoga. I, oh, I'm almost worried about spoiling this. You need this. to explain that. Yeah. All right, we'll just say Death by Yoga. Okay. We, we you can't just say Death by Yoga. No, 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 I like actually can't I'll figure it I'll out. Ex I'll explain this one, but the other one I'll leave secret. Okay, that one's special still. The other one's really good. Okay. Death You're by not even going to say what it is. I'm not even going to say what it is. Ooh. Okay. So we'll go into this one. Death by Yoga, you disguise yourself as a yoga teacher, uh -huh. and you, like, meet the woman or whatever, and mm -hmm. she's like, you have to take her out. She's like, all right, time for your yoga lesson. So you go up on some epic Japanese vista, uh -huh. and you're all doing, doing yoga, and it's like, it gives you the option to do the yoga moves or leave the yoga thing and maybe, like, attack her. So it's like, I didn't know at first. It was like... Am I going to keep doing yoga and it'll end and she'll bounce? Like, do I need to back out and leave and just, like, push her or, like, hit her with something? <laughs> so I kept doing it all the way. And we kept doing poses. And she kept getting, like, closer to the edge. And then at the end, there was, like, a there's a there's a prompt. It's, like, push. Uh-huh. So we're doing yoga. And, and, and your character, too, Hitman, is just like, yes, warrior two pose. <laughs> And he's, like, going through the motions mm -hmm. of yoga, like, talking it out with her. Um, and then, yeah, and then you just push her off. And she's like, ah! <laughs> It's, like, really good kill. Hubert, did she deserve it? She's sketchy, yeah. Okay. Sketchy. Yeah. Deserves death Is by she, yoga. She's one of the hits? Yeah, she was Yakuza. Uh, she was a criminal. Okay. Um, she was... All criminals must die. Yeah, she was tied into... Into some stuff. When you when you push her off, mm -hmm. what does she fall down into? Is it does it create a scene? There's like a pit. There's like a there's a cliff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yoga cliff. A cliff to yeah. nowhere. So she just yeah. falls down yeah. this like yeah. abyss. Yeah. We're on cool. a cliff to nowhere. Uh, <laughs> what an elaborate setup to yeah. push someone off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. You could have just walked her up there and been like, <laughs> no. no, because it was hard. Because there's one where like. Uh, there's like a smoking one where you could like uh, she goes out for a smoke break there's no cigarettes allowed so you have to like swap cigarettes and like get them to her but then you have to go into the apartment next to her and like scale the wall but to get into that apartment you needed another disguise like it was crazy that sounds awesome it, there was so much going on in this dude one. this this makes me think of how crazy it would be. I mean, it would be, sort of be like this meets Deception, mm -hmm. but uh, like a Final Destination game where you play as Death. Oh my! Then you have the... to like set up an elaborate yeah. like thing where all the deaths have to seem accidental. Totally. And you've pitched like three different games yeah. on this podcast. Well, you know, ideas. No, I like it. I like it. I just when think they it's happen. Just something I know. There's also a. There's an indie jam that only listens to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's also <laughs> the subtlest of subtle, phenomenal, emotional Easter eggs oh. going all the way back to Hitman original on PC. Mm -hmm. His alias, Tobias oh. Reaper. Because in one mo in a mission, I'll never forget, Hitman 1, he goes in and he's like, yeah, Tobias Reaper, blah, blah, blah. And I remember as a kid being like, whoa, is that his name? Like, kind of confused at the Hitman lore. Didn't really know what was happening at that time. Uh, and then in this one, when you're checking into the resort, your name is Tobias Reaper. I thought that was really cool. That's nice. strong. Yeah, that's, that's strong. Cool. That's, that's cool. a cool one. Uh, David Webb. Now that you've played through <laughs> episode six or sampled episode six, what what do you want out of season two? And are you, are you hungry? Like, do you I immediately want more Hitman? I'm so hungry. Okay. Um... Shit, I don't want to like spoil the story. 
Is the story good? Yeah. It's <laughs> in the background, which mm-hmm. I like. It's not, they don't, it like, this is season one. I yeah. really want to so emphasize that. So they are making that. more seasons. Yeah. They're just going to keep doing this until they stop. Probably. I don't know if it's going to be on the... I was talking to Jones about it on a stream. It's like, I don't know if they're going to do it on this platform. Like, hit, like Hitman, yeah. right? Like, if they're just going to add more missions onto this exact same thing. Or if they're going to make a completely new... Like, oh, it's Hitman 2. Here's a new season. Uh, they can go a lot of different, different ways. I really liked the story for not shoving it down your face. For being subtle. For being in the background. Uh, the episodic nature and like delay in between each hit was better for me because it was like, yo, he takes someone out and then it's like, all right, there's a couple weeks off where he's kind of just chilling. Uh, I, I imagine playing through it all like bam, 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 bam would lose some of that because each time I came back and checked in with him, it was like, okay, we've been away for a bit. Now that we got some new information. Um, yeah, loved it. Nice. How realistic do you think hitman narratives are to actual assassins in real life? Like movies or games? Like, I wonder if any actually nails what it's like to be a hitman. I mean, the original, the reason I bought it was because you could open up a briefcase and put together a sniper rifle and snipe someone, put it back in your briefcase, and walk out. I've always seen that in movies, you know, yeah, the old, yeah, the old yeah, briefcase oh, yeah. sniper. Briefca- briefcase sniper rifle but, that I'm sure so. doesn't, or like a silenced <laughs> sniper rifle just yeah. does not exist. Uh, I bet there so is, is there are very few death by yogas in, yeah. in real life assassinations. Absolutely. Hubert. Oh, I love Hitman. Besides Hitman, what has been occupying your time? Batman, episode three. Telltale. Nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. Episode three. Hugh, I'm so excited to get through Batman. Yes. When's, when is it done? Uh, we just had episode three out of five, so probably a couple nice. more months. Okay. A couple more months. Nice. Play Dude, it all at once. Play yeah. it on PC if you can, man. I'm playing this PS4 version. A little and chunky. It is just chop suey. Oh, you got to play the pro version. Pro, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for pro. pro version. It, it's not just like a little bit annoying. It is... <sighs> Is how awful. is it? How it's can so they s- still be making such technically terrible games? Because they charge twenty dollars for their game, and maybe yeah. that's their excuse. But like, it's not a—they're not technically demanding games. Like, mm-hmm. redo your engine. Oh, I think I'm a dumb dumb. I played through Borderlands, uh, the Borderlands Telltale. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any like this engine sucks. I didn't Kyle, have any of that feeling. I feel I've played like all of them in the last couple years. Yeah, the the most the dating back a couple years. This is their worst Absolutely. performing oh, wow. yep. game. Totally. By far. Their mm-hmm. ambition was too high. Yeah. Has it like hard crashed on you? I've never hard crashed. Fable hard crashed but on me. Like, well, like, okay, you're playing episode one, okay, and it's introducing Batman. Batman mm-hmm. is coming on the scene to stop these criminals and is just chugging along yeah. and robbing all of the tension and the drama. Of that yeah. first impression. Or like, yeah, it sucks. Batarang, stop in midair. Cut to guy on the ground already. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, bummer. God. Like Witcher 3 at launch. Yes. <laughs> worse. <laughs> Seriously worse. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> Poor Witcher 3. Come on, man. There Very. was a thing in Witcher There's 3. so many other examples. Of when I played Witcher 3, and the, the example's almost exactly the same. I played Witcher 3. My Geralt and the other guy, like, froze. I heard. I heard a monster, a bunch of screaming, the splash of blood. 
death of several other things, and then it cut to a guy laying dead on the ground, and then Geralt was like, and then the other guy was like, was that a griffin? <laughs> and I was like, I have no idea. Uh, so episode one, I did not care for. Mm-hmm. I thought it was super weird. Episode two was better, and now episode three was amazing. Oh, okay. man. Yeah. Were, I'm so stoked about I, I'm this. Not, I'm not going to say anything. Anything. Nothing. It. Nothing. I just, I need to know what, what, can you kind of describe what made uh, episode three? Like every, <sighs> I will just say that I respect any Batman story that does something different. Okay. Nice. That's all I'm going to say. How's the voice acting? Solid. Uh, oh. Troy Baker. I love Troy Baker, but there are times when it's Troy Baker, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just so, so obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good. And um, Laura Bailey, mm-hmm. too. She's kind of the same thing where it's like, I love Laura Bailey so much, but it's still Laura Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jones was saying, like the other day, he was talking about how a good voice actor is someone who you don't even know it's them. Right? Yeah, I don't... It's so hard. I don't buy this, man. I don't know if I buy it either. Okay. What to do you me, mean? that's like tricks. Mm-hmm. I, if, if I see an actor in a movie, and I'm like, no, oh, that's Tom Hanks. That doesn't trip. He's not fooling me. But it's like, fine. It's, he's acting. He's emoting. He's still putting in an honest performance. Yeah. I, I, I think, think it's different, though, with movies and video games. Well, the thing is, I don't think it's necessarily that you immediately recognize them, but that you're not constantly interrupted yeah. by their presence. Like, yeah. if I am like, oh, it's this person, and then that fades away, and I just get into their character, and exactly. I don't even think about it, then when it's I'm, fine. When I'm playing Uncharted 4, I'm not thinking it's Nolan North. Right, exactly. He's so good. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like Kubo and the Two Strings, where you're like, why are Charlize and Matthew McConaughey in this? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just waiting for the... And they, like, make jokes about it being Matthew McConaughey kind of in the movie, too. Oh, no. Kubo is a 10 out of 10. Kubo looks Kubo. amazing. The story is pretty good. Is there good, an all right, all right, all right joke? I think he does say all right at one point, And you're just like, I, like, the whole time I was just like, I'm just picturing this giant beetle with his shirt off. Like, <laughs> sweating. Yeah. That's your own thing, man. No, yeah. but I mean, it just, <laughs> it's so thing. Matthew McConaughey, you know yeah. what I mean? That it's not that character. That, I think, is an issue. Yeah, I can hear that. Actors doing well acting, but they're using their own voice. That's fine. Like, H. John Benjamin just pretty much... I mean, his main characters, he actually does a lot of other stuff where you don't recognize it's him, but, like... Really? You know, he always just sounds like that, and when you recognize him, and it's funny, so you're like, okay, hey, I like this guy, you know? But, Um, yeah, if it was always just, you know, oh, Troy Baker, let's go surfing on Batman. I have a band. Love Troy Baker. Uh, no, I know. Just in this, it yeah. stands out for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because he was in like Arkham Origins and Arkham Knight, so it's super weird because he was Joker, Arkham Knight, and now Batman. It's just messing with my brain. Sure, I think it's totally fair. Uh, but there is something to be said about being able to manipulate a Batman story mm-hmm. and uh, tailoring it, you know, Telltale style, tailoring it to your. Does it have big impacts? Yeah, because that's what Jones was talking about. How you can like influence things where it's like. Maybe this bad guy just never happens, or whatever. I don't know the actual examples, but that stuff happens. Like you can do big influence like that. Uh, We won't know until episode five, Mm -hmm. but it's very good. Cool, the story. Good. What else you got for me? You got anything? Last night. Uh oh. Infinite Warfare. Okay. Call of Duty. I've heard great things about the campaign. 
It is awesome. You're okay. playing the campaign right now? So, oh, of course. I've always beat the campaign first. It is awesome. Uh, the last one was co-op. This one now is single player. So it's cool when they, like, change it up, you know? They don't mm-hmm. stick. It's like, oh, we're going to do five co-ops in a row and then do five. See, it's like, cool. Last one was co-op. This one's single player. I'm totally down with that. Uh, there is something about the level design in this and uh specifically the objectives I feel like so many call of duties i'm confused for no reason it's like wait what am i doing you know how many moments how many times have you had that moment in call of duty like, wait what where am i why am i doing this why who am i why am i here <laughs> i feel like this is so focused on your character mm-hmm. like this guy reyes uh and having these objectives that are a little easier to follow it's like yo they've attacked we got to go get resources now it just seems like easier to follow Mm -hmm. uh which i really appreciate and the levels themselves like kyle was talking about like finding a a closet or something with nothing in there yeah uh yeah there's stuff like that where it's just like oh i guess i gotta go this way there's no uh there's no Objective marker. There's no waypoints. There's Whoa, no waypoints. Really? Oh, baby! I'm not ready for this new yes! feature. Oh my that God. was it, and it took me so long to realize. I was like, "Wait a minute! There's no waypoints." That makes me so excited. It's uh-huh. just like go. Uh, sure, there are times when they're stacking on a door and a little thing will pop up. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. initiate that door. We gotta. We don't have that follow over the head yes, the whole time. There's yeah. no follow over the head, so I'm just enjoying the environments more, and they're. So my style, there's amazing like European style architecture, yeah. and just like has a sci-fi edge to it, and and then you get like your uh, your battleship. I'm uh, so excited for that. You battleship. get your battleship with like your your armory and like your little room, you know, kind of like Black Ops Three had your room that you could. I get my own little bunk. Get your own little bunk area. Whoa. Have you have it's you done the space combat yet? Done the space combat. How is it? Uh, it's good. It's not. Phenomenal. You gotta try it in VR. I gotta try it in VR, but it is good. There, there's like you're not on rails, which is nice, mm-hmm. and there is a sense of dogfighting, like being able to move around and kind of like dodge and mm-hmm. change your weapons and whatnot. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's good because of the scope of it all, and even on the ground too, how seamless these set pieces are now. That is something I really want to stress. Is we're not running to cliff, watch explosion, boom, 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 cutscene out of control, okay, moving on. It's like, no, something will fall down, water, like a tide of water will just come, and your character will be like, oh, like this, as the water engulfs you, explosion will happen, and then like smoke will come and engulf you, and you'll just be in smoke, you're trying to get out. Cool. You're controlling uh, the whole time. Uh, there's like a, sometimes will be like a second of a pause, but you're mostly in control during this. Uh, and I just I'm really into the characters too. So you're talking about these these characters and how there's more of a focus on them mm-hmm. than than other Call of Duties. Are the characters interesting in and of themselves? I mean, it's not. We're not talking like character study here. But but he's like referencing it to other Call of Duties. Yes, uh, I'm into him. I like him. He just has a good. He's got a good vibe. Uh, again, it's Call of Duty. We're not getting deep here. We're not yeah. learning about this guy's childhood or anything yet. <laughs> But uh, he seems like an okay guy that I'm definitely willing to follow. Is there co-op? No co-op. Okay. Yep. Single player, Kyle. You're uh, you're on board. Dang. And then uh, Jon Snow, of course. 
feel bad for Kit Harrington. Uh, mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to break that Jon Snow yeah. vibe. Like a Daniel Radcliffe. You could Harry just get Potter a haircut. Kind of he could just get a haircut. He could just get a haircut. I, mean, I don't fine. think he legally can get a haircut. Yeah, yeah not yet. <laughs> uh, but he, he seems cool. Uh, standard villain. Haven't had enough of him yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of this thing where you have like a, a most wanted list in your bunk. Where it's like, yo, these are all the targets. we got to assassinate him. So Bounty went, hunter? Yeah, so I went on this mission and it was like, yo, deceased. Got that guy. Which is cool. And then you can like choose which missions you want to do. It seems like there are side... Missions. Wait, why is it? Come on, they don't need that many quotation marks. They're just side missions. I mean, everyone's going to just go burn through them all. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of doing which mission you want to do when. Okay. I'm not considering them side quests. (laughs) Okay. In the, in the, loose side quests. Um, but yeah, I'm having a blast. But that's the thing too. I knew I was, I, I wanted to say this on the podcast. It was like Call of Duty campaigns have really never let me down with the exception of ghosts you know you know what you're getting into they deliver nine out of ten times uh Mm -hmm. they're just so fun to go through and burn through if you like that uh if you don't like call of duty campaigns there's nothing in this where you're gonna be like oh now i all of a sudden do but if you do of course you're gonna like this i'm curious uh what you think of the Titanfall Two campaign when you play through it? Because it is it is a very different style than and your I've typical. Heard such good things. I can't yeah. wait. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Well, That's pretty much. Hubert, there's something that I'm really excited to talk about with you specifically. Something that I uh, played for the first time two days ago, and that is Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two. <sighs> Whoa! <laughs> oh my goodness! It's oh, on my maybe. GameFi. It's coming to my house. Is it like, really? Yeah, it's coming oh to my house God. soon. That game is good. Oh, no. That is a good video game. <laughs> yes. If you like Dragon Ball, oh it is totally worth playing. I reviewed Xenoverse 1, and I really liked it. Do you know what my favorite thing about Xenoverse 2 is? The story. Tone. Tone. Not even just the story. Tone. <laughs> so, I when I was a kid, I, I was so into Dragon Ball Z, I played all of the games, mm-hmm. but, like... They lacked creativity for what they were trying to do. It's just like, okay, yeah, play through the sagas. Yeah. You know, fight fight Raddus, fight Frieza. And yeah. you do that here, but the setup is so much better because you're a recruit for the time patrollers. Yeah. And they're like, what we're going to do is all these awful things in the world have happened. You're going to go back to that scene with Raditz, you're going to go back to that scene with Frieza, and you're going to change things and try to make it better for the world. Okay. And it's, it's okay, a cool... Okay, that's kind of the reverse of one, because in one, you're trying to save it because people are going back and making it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're yeah, trying, so to, you're like trying to make it better. They're like powered up. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. Cool. All right. And they make you feel like an important character because, like, Trunks has this video where he's, like, recruiting you, and it's just... It's in that Dragon Ball Z animated style, and it's just a wonderful setup, and you see all of the students in the background, and they're, like, learning how to be a time patrol, and you're like, oh, that's gonna be me! And just the amount of customization you can go to when making your character mm. is What are is the excellent. classes? So, here's what you can be, and they all have different... I don't remember all of the attributes for the different ones, but I remember all of the different races that you can be. Yeah. So you mean Earthling, Mm-hmm. You know, human. Uh, you can be Saiyan. Great. You can be Boo. You can be Namekian. Mm-hmm. And you can be, I just love the way they say this, the Freezer race. The free. oh yeah. Oh, like, that's, that's just what they say. Dude, it's, it's not like given a the special... The Freezer movie. race. Yeah. I did an interview with some of the voice actors, like uh-huh. the main voice actor. I forget his name, it's slipping my mind. And he was saying, yeah, we can't give the Freezer race a name in the game because... 
Uh, they they won't let us. Yeah, they won't let them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's up to Toriyama. Toriyama. But, but when <laughs> you see it, it refuses. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Why? Probably some payoff later down the road, or he just doesn't want it to have a name. I don't know. Turns out they're Earthlings all along. Whoa. Yeah. Some crazy. Yeah. Some crazy thing I, like that. I didn't play Universe One, and so maybe I shouldn't be so surprised by this. But I feel like if you're that kind of person, and I was kind of this way too, that like dreamed up your ideal Saiyan, like mm-hmm. you can make it in this game. The, the amount of options that you have. It was slightly limiting in one. Okay. So I, th- I assume two is way more. I feel like it's pretty expansive here. Cool. Um, yeah, I made a cool little Saiyan. And I'm, I'm so happy. Well, did you make a little so Saiyan? So yeah, it's it's not a big. It's kind of like a Vegeta Saiyan. It's a, it's a cool. lady, but it's a, it's a nice. little lady Vegeta. It's pretty awesome. Sick. Yeah. Uh, so you were talking about the controls, and that's the that's the other yeah. thing I want to drive home is like, I love the Botokai games. I love the Tenkaichi games, yeah. and I, I felt like they were approaching like this is what I envision a Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. fighting style to be like. I think Xenoverse. Two nails it. Like I think it is as close as we've been. How are the teleport counters? There's a lot of that. I thought that was a huge problem in one okay. where you could like. So this is where my limited thing. experience with the game is going to come in. Where yeah. I've I've just kind of like done the tutorial in the first couple of missions. Mm-hmm. I haven't like fought other people or, or done really difficult things yet. And so I'm not sure okay. like how deep that goes or if anything's broken or not right. But yeah, when somebody's wailing on you, you can you can teleport out of the way. Mm-hmm. And what I love the most is just the transition between getting up in the air and getting down. You can just do it so fast. Like the okay. push of the button, you're just in the air flying. And you can like shoot behind them and try to like, if they're charging a big energy blast, it like and the way that it does it, the sounds that it uses, and how quick it feels. There's just an immediacy to it that it's so freaking fast, but Dude. you feel in control of it the whole time. Okay, yeah, I remember that was kind of janky. It was like hovered down, kind of like. I I feel like it's really awesome. smooth here, so smooth. What about the hub world, Ben? So the hub world, I haven't have a, had a good time. Uh, I, not that I haven't had a good time. I haven't had a lot of time to really dig into it and see what's all that's there. I've just kind of like learned the controls, gone through the paces, got the basic setup, done the first couple of missions. I haven't poked and prodded in the hub cool. yet, so I can't say much about that. Love the hub. But jolly. I have like, seen videos and stuff. of oh. people running around the hub world, mm-hmm. and you will see, you know, big characters like, oh, there's something going on with Vegeta and Bulma here, or there's something going on with Videl here. And so you you do, or it seems like this isn't just a video game. Like, you are inhabiting the place that matters to the characters that you care about in Dragon Ball Z. Ooh. And just, you know, I'm only a couple hours in, but man, like, yeah. I love it. Like, it awesome. is oh, it no. is my Dragon Ball fantasy game I right can't now. Wait. Yeah. That and sucks. maybe my opinion will change. Why does it suck? I wanted you to hate on it, Ben. You oh, know, no, it, it sucks it. to ignore a game like that that sounds this good. Yeah. You know? I, I might get so good. you know ten hours and fifty hours and then be like actually here are the problems I'm just yeah. not there yet the the newness right now is yeah. hot I think I'd want to be Boo Race Boo Race looks awesome Do you get to yeah. choose whether you're chubby or skinny Boo Uh yeah yeah so in the, I didn't pick Boo Race but mm-hmm. they show like a chubby guy and like a uh and then they show like a, a skinnier it's not quite kid Boo mm-hmm. but it is like a slimmer Boo Okay nice. interesting Yeah 
Yeah, but also awesome. freeze a race would be so hard. I'd be I'd be hovering over that character and the creation. model that they use to like this is an example of what the freezer race looks like is yeah. so awesome. It's like this deep purple like menacing freezer race dude. Oh, can I be like King Frieza Cooler? Where is like freezer? Freeza. Oh okay. And can I be like a giant one like King Cooler and like have so, like horns coming on my head? The example that it showed was yeah. like Frieza Phase One. So yeah. I don't know if you can be like a King Cool or like a Cooler or whatever. Cool. I don't know. I don't know the extent of that because oh, I just picked Saiyan. I like I how I have Namekian. literally no idea what you're going to do. Namekian seems awesome. Yeah, yeah, so dude. the thing with Namekian is they, they have a lot of health, but I think their attacks are weaker. I mm. think that's what it is. Mm. I feel like they have a low ceiling. Yeah. Namekians can't really reach the heights of a Saiyan. But, it's a but there's something kind of cool about that, you know, that you, you don't get to become this all-powerful thing. Because Saiyans don't have a lot of health and great defense, but they have super strong yeah. quick Tower. attacks. So. Yeah, Xenoverse two. I'm. Uh, I hope I didn't get a lot wrong in my explanation, just because I haven't played much of it. But I'm super excited to to dig into more of it. And another game nice. that, like, all three of you need to play. You have to play this. Oh no! It's not that long, and it is. It is wonderful. This is a wonderful game. I think this is a game that can be appreciated by everyone. And that is Owlboy. Oh, oh, boy, it looks Owl so good. Owl Boy's short. I heard Owl it's really short. Yeah. Oh, I'm scared that would be really super long. No, it's I think it's it's like around seven hours, like around that that time frame. Okay. You can do okay. it a little faster. If Owl you want. Boy. Yeah. Oh, it looks so good. I okay. Bear with me. I'm not saying it is Shovel Knight, but it sort of feels like the Shovel Knight mm. of this year. Wow. Where uh oh, you know it, it has that retro style and it 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 has things that you like from those older games, but it totally carves out its own identity mm. and does its own thing. And what's so great is there's a really wonderful story. This game is funny. Like, the jokes that they don't do don't feel like Mimi Borderlands jokes. Yeah. Oh, like no, I'm jokes. getting hot and bothered. There is, <laughs> there's, a, there's a genuineness to oh Owlboy. Kyle's playing tonight. Yeah, 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 you're, yeah. you're this character <laughs> who is just a big failure. They, I'm not going to spoil it, but in the beginning, they hammer home how much of a loser you are. <laughs> and so you, as Owlboy, you want to you prove them wrong. And it's, it's just this great, simple motivation that works wonders. Oh, um, my goodness. And... I didn't know what the game was, Ben, because yeah. I was like, Owlboy, what is this thing? So Bad then, title. But then I saw a screenshot. Yes. Oh, my God. It's, it's so like, gorgeous. Okay. It's yeah. so gorgeous. <laughs> Soundtrack, 10 out of 10. But... The, the framework of it is familiar, right? So you, you kind of have this town, you kind of have this hub, and you can you can go to different places, and you have dungeons that have puzzles and enemies and obstacles for you to get through. That's all very basic, but what separates Owlboy, what makes it so good, is the flying. You hit A, you nudge up on that thumbstick, and you are in the air. And it feels so good just flying around your enemies, blasting them away, oh. and doing air dashes. Is there an economy? Uh, yes, it's, it's out of... Super complex economy, but you have these coins nice. that you can get, and you can go to this this wonderful, like Shop? hilarious shopkeeper. Yes. And it's like this this mechanic lady, and uh, Love shops. she'll she'll give you stuff. And the second thing that you can get is this this ugly green hat. And they see, <laughs> see hey, do you want this ugly green hat? And you put it on Owlboy. Owlboy, this big fella, he's so stoked that he gets this hat. And he's like walking around with his with his oh. wonderful green hat. <laughs> but then if you take a, a hit, one single hit comes off of you and you got to go back to the shop to get it oh it's so <laughs> this cool. totally inconsequential thing That's you know it doesn't, so cool. it doesn't affect yeah. the gameplay but yeah. like his little hat. when i lost the little hat i felt something yeah um and though so owlboy 
isn't very good at damaging enemies on his own, and so he has buddies. So you have this best friend, Getty. He's like the one guy that super believes in Owlboy, and he'll come along with you, and he's got this ugly green hat on too, (laughs) and he'll shoot laser blasts, and then you get this big fat pirate with like this flaming shotgun, and you move slower, but if you time it right, so you get like one shotgun blast and then it has to recharge. Wait, and you recharge. Play as him? So you you like pick him up. Oh. Okay. So you're flying as Owlboy and you you've got your talents on this guy, and uh, depending on which guy you have, yeah. you get different abilities. You can move at different rates. This big fat pirate, he's got the shotgun blast, and if you time it right, you can light like four enemies on fire at oh once. Uh, this is PC only, right? Uh, this is PC only right now. They're Thinking they want it to come to consoles, I don't think there's a definite date yet. Because it's a small team, right? Yeah, very small team. Like, took nine or ten years to make. They scrapped the game a Seven couple of times. Games? Yeah, some, does some it, long time. Does it Mega Man slash Shovel Knight between rooms, or does it Castlevania just go like a side-scroller? Like, do you go through a door every screen? Oh, uh, you mean like... Screen to a screen to a screen, is it screen or is to screen, it or is it continuous? It depends on... Uh, I'm actually struggling to remember, and I might get this wrong. Comments, you'll have to correct me. I'd like in town, it's it's like continuous, but I think when you're in a dungeon, you you do go from room. Like there are sections where you transition. Are they? It, it, like it's not sections? a big deal to me, so I didn't even really yeah, pay much attention. That's the thing I don't like about Shovel Knight. Okay, I know that's stupid. like a Legend of Zelda. Like we're moving into a new screen now, kind of a thing. Yeah, I don't love great. that. Yeah, I don't, great. yeah, I don't sure. love that. But yeah, it, that sort of thing has never bothered me, so I, yeah. I don't fully remember. But I think that's what it is. Where in town, like you can just keep going, and then there are points, especially in dungeons, where it's a little bit more compact. Make so. or break question. Yeah, are there laser puzzles? <laughs> Uh, I have not encountered any laser puzzles yet, but there are there are like cloud puzzles where okay, you have fine. to yeah. That's fine. Laser okay. puzzles would have killed it. Yeah, yeah. Would be, uh, yeah. If yeah. I've not encountered puzzles. a laser puzzle yeah. yet. Yeah. Not finished the so game. That's my but. Achilles heel. You know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can't, we I all can't. have like weird that weird dumb <laughs> thing where it's just like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I acknowledge sure. that yeah. doesn't make any sense. I no, but, but I can't do but it. But seriously, it it is a just such an endearing, wonderful game that. I did not know anything about going in, and it's just captivated me. It's fantastic. I really think people should play it. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about, and I won't drone on too much about this, but I, I've been playing, like, not just a little bit, like, dozens of hours of Monster Hunter. And I've had the privilege of, of playing with chat, and they have taught me so much. And so we were talking about, like, Civ, and how you could just kind of not know what you're doing, kind of fumble your way through it and still have fun. I don't think you can really do that in Monster Hunter. Like, in Monster <laughs> Hunter, you you have to be committed to learning. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's so different from anything else. It, it kind of reminded me of when I played Demon's Souls for the first time, where I'm like, I love this because it is a new space. It is totally different from anything else I have experienced. And I am obsessed now. And what, the, what I love about Monster Hunter... I'm going to say the exciting thing before I say the boring thing, <laughs> is the beasts themselves, they don't have a health bar. Beasts. It's such an appropriate word yeah. because they feel like living creatures. Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like a video game thing where it's like, okay, it has this attack, I need to avoid it. Like, you have that, but there's an unpredictability to them. There's, there's kind of like, what, you, what I love about the beasts is let's say you have this giant dinosaur that has a flaming tail that can light on fire with its mouth which is a beast and it is amazing 
If that thing is a problem for you, you can cut off that tail. Yeah. You can remove that body part from it. So cool. This thing has a laser beam that will make you fall asleep. You can break that beast's head. But can you cut their legs off to immobilize them? You don't cut their legs off. There are there are parts that you can break and it depends on the monster. Like if you're fighting a giant crab thing, you can like break its claws. Whoa. Um yeah. Sounds really brutal. It is really brutal. <laughs> yeah, when man, you said break its head. Yeah, break yeah. its head. What? Yeah, you break its head. I mean, That's what it says in the game. I've never gotten into Monster Hunter. Um, I've respected it. I've never fully gotten into it. But right. like you said about they feel like living creatures. Yeah. That's one thing I've always noticed. And it's incredible. Is watching those fights. It feels right. like and, and there are, alive. Like every monster has a different personality. Mm-hmm. Like there are different points where they get enraged, where they're like, okay, I thought you were just food for me. Now I'm upset, and now I'm going to be even more irrational and unpredictable. And the way that you tell that you're you're hurting them is they get exhausted and they <laughs> limp and they try to go to sleep to recover health or to eat food, and they all eat different things. <laughs> and you have to like throw a paintball at them to track them to the next area. And it actually just it feels like a hunt. It doesn't feel like a boss fight. It feels mm-hmm. like you are hunting a creature. And you can, if you want to, so at the end when you kill a monster, you carve off it's pieces and you get like a hide or you get like a skull or something like that. But you can also trap it and it's more work and you've got to set it up and you've got to lure it to this trap and you have to throw tranquilizers at it. You take it alive? You take it alive Whoa. and if you take it alive, you, do that? Be, you know, obviously because you haven't been doing, you haven't like killed this creature, quote unquote, you get more body parts from it. Cool. So you get better things to craft your gear. And like, I know it's a simple thing, but if you care about fashion souls, if you care about looking cool in Dark Souls, which yeah. I know you do, I, I feel like Monster Hunter Riddle. takes that Got to it. the extreme. And it's not for everybody, but you will see this just imposing creature that has, like, glowing green crystals and these giant fangs, and you're like, wow, that thing looks awesome. Its armor does justice to that. There are there are some armor sets where I'm like, I just want this because it looks so cool. Yeah. And because it's from the body parts of the monster, I think it's more meaningful. It's it kind of resembles cool. it, right? It resembles that's it. Cool. Like, yeah, you kind really of cool. look like the creature. Is this 3DS only? Yeah. So now Uh-oh. we get to the negative part. Like, it looks really, really good for the 3DS game, and I've gotten used to the controls. Um, but it's hard not wishing that, like... It was on this the Switch. Monster Hunter. It was on. It was on a. You, you want because it's so it's cool. Oh, it's gonna make yeah. the Switch. Yeah. It like I like it on 3DS. There are advantages to having it on a 3DS, but I kind of wish it was the Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate situation where right. you could play it on Wii U and transfer between the you 3DS. Yeah. So you had both options. Whereas like with four Ultimate and Generations, you can only play it on 3DS. So hopefully it makes the Switch. If it does, please give it a chance. I feel like a lot of people have already made their mind up of Monster Hunter, but. The community is also wonderful. Like, just, I've had no bad apples. Everybody's been super supportive. They want to teach you. They want you to grow. That's cool. I've always kind of wanted yeah. to play Monster Hunter. Ian, I would love to play with you. It's got kind of like a Dragon's Dogma vibe, right? You yeah. You climb on the dudes? I think it's kind of like a more complex Dragon's Dogma in a way. Not that mm. Dragon's Dogma isn't complex, because it is, but yeah. The, the very last thing I want to say, and then I will end my Monster Hunter ramble, is... And it's, it's kind of a thing with Japanese games in general that I respect. Like, there's there's an element of this in Dragon Quest as well. Um, but I think it's exaggerated to a crazy degree in Monster Hunter. Preparation is just as important as the actual hunt. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. The, it's, it's actually smart for you to go and just observe a monster and not actually fight it. Because you'll figure out, like, okay, I need to bring these things with me. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm going out to the desert. 
So I'm not even, like, regardless of the monster I'm fighting, I'm going to be in extreme heat, so I need to bring this beverage with me that <laughs> makes me resistant to heat. And before Dude. you go on every hunt, it is so good because it, it, I think it kind of does that ritualistic sort of tribal nature that really fits into the vibe of Monster Hunter. You need to go eat. Monarch. And you go to this counter and you have this like cat chef make oh, you this wondrous meal and just like your character is so excited you're eating this giant meal and you're scarfing it down. It's and so you, delightful. It is delightful. It's so <laughs> jolly. Like I never want to skip it because of how happy it is. And like the food will give you very specific events or uh, not events, effects. So if you're going out and you need to fish, you can get something that will make it so fish are more likely to bite and uh, like decreasing... Oh. Like, the time it takes to sharpen your weapon. And just uh, getting ready for the hunt, building it up, I think, makes it feel more dramatic. Something The Witcher 3 tried to do, but it never... With the potions? Yeah, I was like, oh, prepare for the fight. Yeah. Drink some potions. Like, it felt more annoying. Put some stuff like, on your blade. It was like, this is else. unnecessary. Like, sure. I can just go in normal and slice them. It's, it's so necessary here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's cool. You know what's cool is uh, Capcom makes that game. They do. <laughs> That's why I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that so much. And I, it made me think about it. People are like, oh, man, Capcom sucks now. They're not the same company. And I'm sitting here playing Monster. And I'm like, this is a great game. Yeah. Like, this is a fantastic Capcom game. Resident Evil 7 will put them back on the map. And so. then Devil May Cry 5. Woo. When is that announcement? I want Devil May Cry 5. PSX. PSX. Cool. Everything. Hopes and dreams. Devil May Cry 5, not DMC 2. Oh, yeah. For sure it's 5. Yeah, I think so. Nice. They're going to play to their audience. Bananas. 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 Bananas at PS5. Have you guys played the Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition? No. It's think, really good. I think we streamed it. Yeah. Did we do a full playthrough? Because I remember no. seeing the end slate even. Huber, did you full playthrough no. that game? We need to do a full playthrough. I it's it's cool. I remember seeing the thing that says, like, see you next Devil May Cry game. You know, the oh. teaser. Oh. The teaser for five. I used I don't to think love we Devil May Cry. Oh, my Could God. Yeah. Back in the day. Good. Dude, uh, there's this point I needed to talk about really yeah, quick with, absolutely. Hit, with Hitman. Please. <laughs> it was like lingering. This is a big thing. Yeah. There's a problem in that game when you have more than one target. Because when you kill one target, the other target will just kind of like stick to their route and walk around. Like someone will die and like in a public place and it'll be like oh it's fine. Oh in real life that place would be shut down. Shut down. Everyone, everyone out, evacuate. Yeah. yeah yeah. So AI limitations. Let it be a video game, man. Let it be. Yeah. Uh, We're not there yet. It didn't bother me, but it was something I noticed, especially now that I'm at the end. It was like okay, okay. I get, right. I get what you're saying. Something you would like to see improved in the sequel. Absolutely. Is that the coffee? If you have That's to, a coffee if alarm. you have to take him out together or if you have to kill if you have two you have to take one out extremely out. stealthy so like they just disappear no one even knows it's like yo where is so and so but not like drop a chandelier on someone and everything's fine oh yeah, yeah. Get someone else mm-hmm. so that's all sorry are you all ready are you all ready for the hottest moment of the podcast so hopefully <laughs> speaking preemptively here it is time Four. Okay. <laughs> a choppity chop. Now, I we've we've talked a lot about shooters already uh, on the show. So if, if you don't want to hear more about shooters, I apologize. But I was thinking about it. What we could talk about Dude, today? Dude, we're in like the shooter 
trifecta yeah. week right now. It's yeah. too much. The zenith of shooters. This has been a... I really think... I'm comfortable saying this. This has been an incredible year for shooters. Like, oh my God, there's yeah. so much diversity and so many games going in so many different directions. There is something for you. That's what I didn't talk about. Uh oh. Advanced Warfare. Hold Infinite on. Infinite Warfare. Well, there'll be time. No, there'll be time. Infinite Warfare, though. It's like, <laughs> do you remember Wolfenstein 09? Wolfenstein 09. Yes. Yes. Solid game. Yes. There was a weapon in there that is one of my favorite video game weapons of all time, the Tesla Cannon. Okay. Similar weapon in Infinite Warfare, 10 out of 10 first person shooter weapon. What does this weapon do? It is like a freaking laser beam, shoot them and they explode, <laughs> like the Tesla Cannon. Oh, it is amazing. It is phenomenal. I'm excited. First person <laughs> shooter weapons, you gotta have some good ones. This thing is a joy. To use and it's rare. It's Sorry. I I had a, a small list. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Whenever Huber grabs your shoulders, you know that like yeah, you can't he loves this it. from the depths of his soul. When I got it, when I got it, I was like, yes! yeah. I think I'm walking away from this podcast with like three more games on my docket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that I'll time of year. Sure. All boys in. Uh, so yeah, I have I have a list of shooters and. Just to emphasize, I, I might be forgetting something, and if I do, panel, please correct me, or comments, please correct me. This is what really stuck out to me. We've got Doom. Mm. We've got Overwatch. Overwatch. We've got Shadow Warrior 2, which Shadow I don't think we've, we've given enough credit to. Yeah, we've got Battlefield 1, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, Titanfall 2, and that's just, to, that's, that's not absolutely everything. There are also things like uh, Homefront the Revolution. Uh, and things like that and I, I think about how different all of them are like you compare something like a Doom to a Battlefield 1 it's just completely mm-hmm. different and I feel like a few mm-hmm. years ago everything kind of felt the same like they were all kind of riffing off each other and I, I, I love the diversity that's present here Absolutely. and especially oh man playing through the Titanfall 2 campaign there's nothing quite like it playing through the Doom campaign there's nothing quite like it so I need to know what has stuck out to you specifically and, and Huber and myself we, we kind of are Fans of many different types of shooters, mm-hmm. so I think we like a lot of things on that All list. But Ian Hink, you're not the biggest shooter player in the world, and there's nothing wrong with a that. Huge, yeah. Kyle Bosman, you don't play a lot of multiplayer shooters. Mm-mm. What stuck out to you this year? So I'm, I've actually started Titanfall 2. I'm not. I'm on the second mission, so I can't talk about it too much. Sure. Uh, but I love double jumping. Yeah. I love double jumping. Do you think the level design in Titanfall 2, like? justifies all the crazy mobility in that game so far yeah they'll yeah. give you walls and then you can jump off the wall and punch somebody in the head and that's a one hit kill that's cool Titanfall 2 is it was not apparent to me early on how much it's concerned with being fun and cool yes it's not a, it's not a deadly serious game not at all yeah you like pretty early on you get a laser gun that just evaporate like blows up dudes into gory chunks it's great nice. yeah, yeah. And, and the bad guys are kind of silly they're extremely silly. Yeah. There's a bad guy that is Arnold Schwarzenegger who says, get to the chopper, pretty much. So, yeah, it's, it's, that's an interesting... It's, as you said, these are diverse games. Mm-hmm. Titanfall 2 found its own little nook over here. So then, this is what we are. This is what kind of game we are. I, I like that. Why do we like that in Titanfall 2? But mm-hmm. if that exact same thing happened in Borderlands, we'd be like, blah! So, what I, what I like is... <sighs> Something about Borderlands, and I actually like Borderlands, so I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here, but uh, the thing about Borderlands is it, there's, there's a point where it's beating you over the head, where it's like, 
you can't like we're gonna shove this in your yeah. face all the time every single moment every enemy name every gun name. it's i'm exaggerating here but it's just it's just so Barely. omnipresent whereas exactly. i feel like in titanfall 2 it's just kind of on the side it's you like you can have a joke yeah here's this thing yeah go jump on some walls and have some fun i feel like feeling good is more important in titanfall 2 whereas maybe the humor is a little bit more important in borderlands and i i might be extrapolating a little bit but I don't know, trying to make that comparison. Mm-hmm. Titanfall 2, though, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about these incredible feats, right? Like, double jumping, going around, smacking dudes in the face. You kind of just get it immediately. Like, it feels so good and so natural that it's kind of like this wonder of game design of how they make you feel like this incredible badass so immediately. Uh, one thing I really like about Titanfall 2 is the training mode we talked about uh modern warfare has got a cool training mode i like it big time the little challenge run this has actually a really similar challenge run uh basically get to the end shoot as many people as you can before the finish line yeah it's a loop uh you can jump around and things but there's a ghost and so the ghost is like 10 seconds faster than you are and so you do it and you try to chase the ghost and you get slightly better you come around oh like there's another ghost that's 10 seconds faster than that and then you see that ghost does more interesting jumps, does more interesting slides and more interesting grenade tosses. And then you're like, you do a few tries to beat that ghost. You're like, okay, I'm pretty good at Titanfall now. And then you're like, oh, there's, look at that ghost. I should see what that ghost does. And that ghost is an acrobat. That yeah. ghost I couldn't keep up with is doing triple jumps and sliding way across, getting headshots, pop, pop, pop. And I couldn't keep up with that ghost. I'm like, okay, this is my Titanfall 2 limit. But I think that's actually a really cool way to start that game. Recent Kotaku article showed a guy doing that that's what in just gonna like bring up. 10 seconds. These people yeah. pretty much do not touch the ground. Yeah. They like completely entire, like in the air. It's that's amazing. what I heard. Like, if you're super good at parkour in this yeah. game, you're like... In multiplayer too. In yeah, unassailable. One, and there's like quickly spinning around and throwing a grenade behind him and then turning around and pop, pop, pop. Oh, they like... Insane. Sounds crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, the other thing that I kind of wanted to to bring back around, and I'm I'm curious where it's going to stand for Easy Allies specifically, is to me Overwatch felt like an event. You know, here's this new Blizzard thing. It's a genre they've never tackled before. It has this really distinct style. You know, everything. The hype for Overwatch was was huge, and and people rode that hype forever. Uh, how do you feel about Overwatch now? I, uh, yeah, I, this is something I've been thinking about, actually, because I jumped in, I played a decent amount of Overwatch. I don't like playing it alone. Mm-hmm. I don't like pugging or whatever. I like going with my friends. That's more fun. Unless you're doing the ranked qualifiers, then I like to mercy by myself, because then we win. But, uh, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Overwatch. Like, I, the last time I played it was I jumped in for the Summer Games and tried to get the Mercy skin, didn't get it, got irritated and stopped playing, and then I wanted to get the Mercy Witch skin, and I spent $40 and finally got it, and then played twice and stopped playing. You know, it's like... Do you only play as Mercy, though? No, I play as other things, too. Okay. Diva, Farah, cool. sometimes. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> but, like, Genji here and there. But, like... uh. Yeah, I don't know. It, I like, it feels like, I think we were talking about this maybe the other day, where, like, it feels like there's not uh, as deep of a strat to plumb, you know? Like, once you get Overwatch, you sort of get Overwatch, and then it's fun to play, but I got sick of it. 
I guess. I feel like if you play it casually, it's very, very similar uh, match flow throughout. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unless you're taking it to the next level and diving deep, uh, it's going to be that same level of like, okay, go in, we use our alts, boom, boom, boom. Um, Whereas something for me like Battlefield... Even on the most casual level, if you go in, it's going to be different every time. It's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, chaos. You're going to be on this horse or this yeah. tank or in this plane. Like, even if you Just because play so it, much of that is malleable. You know, yeah. you can change so much of each match. Yeah. yeah. Is this a stealth best shooter conversation? Probably, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we we don't have to rank things or whatever, yeah. but we can. The, we I mean, that's a g- solid list. It is. It's a crazy I, but list. I think a bunch of these will be Game of the Year nominees. I think so. I think so. This, this is a, a year where multiple shooters are, like, vying for that top spot, not one just my, in the genre. One of my favorite things in life is the time when Battlefield and Call of Duty both come out. Mm-hmm. Because... Favorite things in life. In, in your life. life. My I'm family, even, my friends. Yes. Call of Duty and Battlefield. Absolutely. <laughs> now, it's just because I love these games on a hardcore and a casual level. Mm-hmm. It's like these games more than others. It's like I, I approach them... Again, casually and hardcore because I've played all of them my whole life. So I'm like intimately familiar, but also they're really casual that I can yeah. just like dive into. And I love how different they are. I love that I'm always head over heels for Call of Duty's campaign single player, but then I just grind it out in Battlefield 1 multiplayer. Uh, it's just the zeitgeist is so palpable, it's so powerful, and I just. I love it. Like, both of those games coexisting is, like, such a big part of the industry. So, (laughs) I am shocked that I'm saying this, especially considering how much I'm enjoying Battlefield 1. Mm -hmm. As much, and I really enjoy Overwatch 2, I... Boy, do I love Doom. I I do not want to forget about Doom. I will not forget about Doom. But I'm surprised I'm saying this, but the more I play it, it gets better and better. I think, when I look back on 2016, Mm -hmm. I think... The game that I'm going to kind of fondly remember and fawn over the most is Titanfall 2. I think Titanfall 2 is the game I'm going to, like, playing it casually multiplayer, I think it's the one I'm going to stick with the longest. And I'm... More than Battlefield multiplayer. I think more than Battlefield multiplayer. Wow. It's... Slight. No, it's not a slight. I love Battlefield 1. I love Battlefield 1. Playing Battlefield 1 on that stream with you and Brad and just the hijinks that we got into, it was great. I had a great experience. Like, I think Battlefield 1 is the best Battlefield in years. But Titanfall 2 and like... Just, just the Black different... Friday sale, man. Yeah. Like when you get better in multiplayer with the different Titans... And just being able to like see a puny like human enemy and just shooting them quickly, or getting Swimming getting in a Ronin sword <laughs> battle with somebody, and like having actually the better swordsman win, it's in a robot. Us. In a robot, yeah, yeah. can you pick your? Can you design your character and pick your robot? Yes, you can. You can customize oh both of them. That, <laughs> this game is getting more and more appealing to me by the second here. And I think you would love it. Oh, no. I think you would love it. Like Omar was like Titanfall two. I, it's really good. Do you play with a mouse and keyboard or a controller? I play I play on PS4, but oh. and the PS the PC version is great. I'm probably gonna double dip and get the PC version too. Whoa. I really yeah. like it. It it might be my multiplayer game of the year for me. Like Jeez Louise. I, over I, Overwatch. Over Battlefield Overwatch. One. 
over Battle of the One. I know. That's I'm a surprised. hot take. That's and, a hot yeah, take. Yeah. And the thing is, is like I'm not sliding these games. No. I have an incredible time with them. They're all but amazing. Let's give a hard conversation. The way that it feels and just like when you're doing Bounty Hunt, okay, and you've racked because like, when you die, Who's you lose that? half of your money, and just my heart is like thumping <sighs> out of my chest. As I'm carrying this like $800 to the point, trying not to get killed, and I'm trying to like bounce off the walls, find the sneakiest way, use my stim, use my cloak, like whatever it is. Like that game feels like almost perfect. They've nailed it. If you want to feel good in a shooter, play Titanfall 2. That is like the most important thing to you. It's it's such a bummer that the sales numbers are so terrible. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, like EA like shot themselves in the foot putting that game out like what a week, two weeks away from it's their funny own Battlefield One. The way they worded it too was exactly how I feel about Battlefield and Call of Duty, and they always come out so close. It's like yo, they're so different. Mm-hmm. Coexist. They're scratching two different itches. That's what they said about or uh, the the EA James Bond guy. What's yeah. His name? The James Bond Did you guy? call him James Bond one time? He's like the yeah, EAC. He looks like a James Bond villain. Oh, Andrew? Andrew Wilson. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Not House. He said um, both of those games scratch different itches, so he thought that they could Titanfall and Battlefield coexist one. like that because Titanfall came out before Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. But The thing is, though, is even yeah. if you're scratching a different inch, yeah. if you have Battlefield and then Titanfall and then <laughs> Call of yeah. Duty, it's like... No matter how different they are, like most people are gonna only be able to pick one, maybe right. two at most. Yeah. You know? We only have so much money. We only have so yeah. much time. Yeah. Right? We're yeah. Yeah. sixty Allies, bucks a piece. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. We're crazy. Easy Allies. I don't know any of us that have played all of them like a lot. extensively. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. None of us have. I don't <laughs> yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah. This is a year where shooter of the year. Like, if it goes to Battlefield, I'll be happy. If it goes to Overwatch, I'll be happy. If it goes to Titanfall, I'll be happy. Like, Doom. Doom. If it Doom goes to Doom, happy. I'll be happy. Doom, I'll be happy. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. But they can't all be winners. Just because I'm going to have each of you pick your personal shooter of the year. I've already said Titanfall 2. Let's go down the line. Me or him? Go, uh, if you've got one, go. Yeah, for whoever is it. first. Kyle's doing his arm thing. He's going Modern Warfare Remastered. Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Shooter. <laughs> best shooter, best adventure game. Best multiplayer, yeah, best puzzle game. No, no, it's not most of those things. Oh, <laughs> we just do first oh, person shooters. No, no, no. Uh, best shooter, I'd do Titanfall 2. All right. I was not expecting that. I thought I'd be alone on that. That's nice. That's nice. I mean, I still got to play some. I got I got more to play still. So, Kyle, where you are in the campaign right now, mm-hmm. I think you are going to feel more strongly in your endorsement by the time it's you're It's like done. Dragon Quest VII. I haven't unlocked the classes yet. Okay. No, mm-hmm. I want you to put time in a battlefield one but i know you won't if you play with you huber won't. you will have the time of your life and i know like <laughs> at most i could get one session out of you but like you gotta put the time into so battlefield. back in game trailers days we would receive multiple copies of a game for review yeah, yeah different uh, times. that's what happened with star wars last one. year yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> and yeah. the reason i have a positive impression of that star wars game is that it got a free review copy to help yeah. out with the review uh the reason i played through modern warfare remastered is because i had to do it for live with youtube gaming uh, so I, I that was the reason, reason I had that code. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, Huber. I don't know if I'd ever plunk it in for sixty bucks for Battlefield One. Keep you posting on those Black Friday sales. Sure, all right. <laughs> yeah, that might help. If you're playing with Huber and Brad and some Easy Allies people, like eighty dollars is worth it. You, 
from the beginning of <laughs> end to that match, you were just laughing. Remember? Yeah, we had a guy who was it on a horse, it was like MacGyver stampede into a building, and there were like three of us, and we just stood there, bullets flying all around, laughing at this. <laughs> 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 the 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 room is on fire. Yes, so yes. The horse goes like through the fire. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Battlefield all day. All, all right, day. I respect uh, it. Loyalty. Because uh, multiplayer, um, it is a game. It's one of those multiplayer games where you can still look at it like it's single player in a way, Kyle. Which I love. Like you are on a team, and what you do in this game helps your team so much. Like no one person is winning the match, but you can still play it alone. You, you can, can still snipe mm-hmm. and do what you want to do, or you can get in a plane and like have another guy get in your plane and just do bombing runs. Like, there's so many ways for you to contribute. Uh, there's with, not a more flexible shooter, exactly. Without feeling like uh, like Overwatch is only five on five, mm-hmm. so it's like way more intense. Like you got to be team composition yeah, with yeah. your team, help them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Battlefield is like there's so much going on, so many ways you can contribute. It's just like I'll do what I want to do. I love capturing points, so I'm gonna be going for those points every time uh i see that this point back at our base is undefended so i'm just gonna like get in the house and try to like cover it it's just a limit you're making me want to bring back in <laughs> ian uh, what do you got for me sorry i'm putting you on the witness. spot best shooter best shooter, best shooter. Uh, you shoot with your mind uh <laughs> best mind shots best mind sh- no i mean I only played half of Doom. I haven't played Battlefield 1. I haven't played Call of Duty. I'm not likely to play Call of Duty. Battlefield 1 does appeal to me. I like uh, World War 1 and World War 2 style guns. Like mm-hmm. the M1 Garand. Bolt I really action. like bolt action rifles. I love those. We'd have a good uh, time, Ian. Yeah, I, that sounds interesting to me. Again, $60 a little much because I know I'm going to play it a little bit and then get tired of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I would be playing it on PC, which I don't know. If, are you playing it on PC? PC. Yeah, okay. PC. Uh, Titanfall sounds really cool to me, too, especially if you can make your character and, like, pick robots. That sounds incredible to me. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I got to give it... For me, it's Overwatch of, of these just because I've played the most of it. I've played a lot of Overwatch. Um, it is, Overwatch is fantastic. Overwatch is like, it's just a solid, it's a very, very solid, well put together game. When Sombra comes out, I'm going to play it again. Like, it's it's very Blizzard. It's put together, you know? It's not, it's not maybe as complicated or as, you know, like, deep as some of these other things. I, I do think it is complicated it is, and yeah. deep. But, like, it, it doesn't have to be. It's just fun and great. I don't know. You know what it else it has? Really good. Very well supported. Yeah. They're constantly tweaking oh, yeah. things, oh, the bounds. Yeah. Got a new maps coming, got new characters totally for free, got a yeah. whole new arcade mode incoming. Like, the yeah. free there are, amazing. Yeah. There's a new arcade mode? I don't know about this. What's I feel this? like there's always something on the horizon to be excited about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like that they're, the different characters are so different that you can hop in. Like, I'm bad at shooting, generally. Like, I'm not great at aiming. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will out-aim me, like, all the time. And so in a in a game like Overwatch, I can play as Mercy and still feel like I'm good at it. You know, I can like do okay as Diva. And that that's cool to feel like I can I can hold my own in a shooter is is nice. I think Battlefield does a good job of that as well. Like 
I did not care about shooting. I just wanted to revive Huber every revive. single time he went down. <laughs> Revival master. Revive me. Dr. Moore. Dr. Moore. Revival master. Yeah. Nice. Hell of a year for shooters. Hell of a year it's for so shooters. Good. It I feels good. All. I love them all. Is Battlefield boys only? Uh, yeah, I think a, there's like a female. I don't know. Um, there's some female characters. In multiplayer, you're 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 a guy. Yeah. Prove it. I'm out. Yeah. Prove it. There's a female. Uh, uh, there's a female here. like voice that talks to you. Titanfall, She's you can the be best. whoever you want, right? Uh, so Butter. the way that it works is you like. Your appearance changes based on your, like, tactical ability. So if you're going cloak, you have, like, this big fur thing on. And if you're stim, you're, like, this skinny little robot. And so that plays into how you look. Okay. So, so. you're different characters if you're a different class. It's, like, over. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you don't have a character. You do. And you can, you can like, change their color and stuff. And you can change, like, the, the color of your titan and, and the oh. color of your gun and things like that as well. I'm out. But there, there, no, like, there are no like sliders and things. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be a skinny little robot. Yeah, being a skinny, skinny little, little robot would be pretty cool. It's just so hard, man, because it's like Doom, easily, best campaign. Mm -hmm. I haven't yeah. played Titanfall 2 yet. No, 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 I, no, I think, no, yeah. I think Doom is best campaign. But then it's like, all right, yeah. Battlefield for me, best multiplayer. So it's like, yeah. I love all the so. secrets in Doom. Yes. Secrets. Such love, good secrets. Love secrets. When you secrets. find that doll and you do a little yeah. fist bump, yeah, it's pretty good. Secrets. I love the secrets. Like finding an old, old pixel. And it plays the music. Yeah. Oh, God. So good. Hell do you for shooters. Are we ready? Y'all ready for some emails? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Y'all ready for this? If you have anything else to say for shooters, I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but I... That was Hell of a year. wholesome. Yeah. Covered um, a lot of shooters. I just got to finish the Call of Duty campaign and then... Uh, How long? It seems pretty long. Uh, I know, I, dude. I watched That's the GameSpot review of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and they said five to seven hours okay, in that shit. review. Short. Oh, baby. baby. Oh, baby. Oh, that's pretty good. Ball. That's pretty good. Time falls at what, ten hours? No, Shorter? it is within that five to seven time frame. Okay. Yeah, it, you burn through the Titanfall campaign. Mm -hmm. Even, so... Like, even on, so there's, like, normal, and then there's hard, and then there's, like, you know, veteran or whatever. I don't remember exactly what it's called. But even on the hard, it's pretty, it's pretty easy. You'll be fine. Uh, our first email comes from Joseph. Subject, Switch Game. Dear Easy Allies. I like this. First off, I'd just like to say that I am definitely making the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad y'all are, too. <laughs> However, I have a bit of a game to play relating to this. There is a game on the rocks, and Nintendo is willing to chip in the money to bring it afloat, a la Bayonetta 2 and Beyond Good and Evil, parentheses, possibly. However, this game would forever be a Nintendo exclusive, looking lesser quality and losing the majority of its previous fan base. On the other hand, should Nintendo decide not to fund this dying game, it, and possibly the entire franchise, are lost forever. I'd like you guys to decide which of these games should be brought back to life in this hypothetical situation that a Nintendomancer, <laughs> and which are to remain dead forever. I'm going to say yes to all. Do we have a limited no, amount of No, I think we have yeses? to pick one. We have to, we have to pick one from this option. And oh, I would okay. argue that some of these maybe not 
totally dead. But these are our options that he gives us. Okay. Joseph gives us. We have to pick one and the we rest to... go away. It's kill your babies. Yes. yes. In yep. Reverse. Yep. It's revive one of your babies. Sophie's choice. Revive me. The options are Dead Rising, I'll Alan Wake, it. Katamari Damashi. Okay. Zone of the Enders. Uh huh. The world ends with you. This is easy for me. This is easy for me too. Me too. Wow. Huber, is it easy for you? They're all dead no matter what unless you save one. Yeah. Yes, you can save one. (laughs) Kill them all. Yeah. What was the second one after Dead Rising? Alan Wake. So once again, I'll do it again. Dead Rising, Alan Wake, Katamari Damashi, Zone of the Enders, The World Ends With You. I have two, well, one technically huge question. Yes. Is... Sam Lake involved with Alan Wake, or is Kojima involved with Zone of the Enders? For the sake of argument, I'm going to say yes to both. Um, I think we should also note Dead Rising 4 is coming out next month, yeah. launching exclusively on Xbox and PC. Right. So that's that's the easiest one for me to kill, is <laughs> because so I, you know, there's a new Dead Rising coming out very soon. It's coming out soon. <laughs> um, um, for me, it's easily Zone of the Enders. Oh, Whoa. wow. Okay. Yeah. Why? Uh, the concept art shown off for the new Zone of the Enders game is something I still think about from time to time. Uh, it, t- it was taking like a freaky, organic look at the, the um, what are they called? Something frames? Orbital frames? Orbital frames, yes. So, yeah, yeah uh, and that was so interesting to me. It's such a bummer that that was never realized. Uh, that's an easy pick. Easy yes. Uh, looking at like Jehuti, like that, that art yeah, you just like I want to fly in that. Yeah, like, and I he had a demon pilot. tail. It just really it's worth googling if you've not seen it. You have um, the longest eyelashes I've ever seen. This was the impression of me in high school. They yeah. would do this. Yeah, um, God Almighty. Uh, yeah, and and I really like Zone of the Enders. I like Zone of the Enders too. I rented it and beat it in a weekend and had a positive impression of it. But there aren't enough cool games where you're in a flying robot. Do, question: Does mm. it come with a Metal Gear Solid Two demo? No. Ugh. Todd's it's got to be. Yeah. I would do it without without Kojima even. Let's be honest, Kojima's not working on Zone of the Enders. Konami has it. They're not going to ever be friends again. Yep. Despite that, I'd still choose that over oh, the other games. Oh, God, no. Yep. I've got one. Uh, the World Ends With You. Wow. At least we got two Zone of the Enders games. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and we had a collection. We just got one The World's Ends With You game and some Kingdom Hearts campaigns, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but The World Ends With You... Like, at the time it came out was such, like, every single element of that game, from its from its story concept to the way that it played to its character design, like, everything about it was so on point. It was an incredible Square Enix game that I felt in the day, like, it made me feel the way, like, Xenogears made me feel or Valkyrie Profile made me feel. And then it just went away. You know, it came out on, on phones and tablets and stuff, but, like, that game is too good and it deserves at least one more the world ends with you and be a good switch game i think it'd be a great switch game i think i can echo that exact sentiment with alan wake sure is you know somewhat underappreciated game uh and the uh the the video that came out of what alan wake 2 could have been uh, was so cool. What was it? I've never seen that video. There's like this diner and this guy attacks and he's like using these trucks and he's like this huge brute. It was just really cool. And if Sam Lake is involved, <laughs> I'm in. 
he's gonna hire you to help yeah. work on it. And I feel like there's just so much unfinished business with the story, and they're my favorite kind of games. You know, it's a uh, little on the slower side, a little bit of horror, um, it's kind of survival horror in nature. Uh, I just love those types of games. They make me care so much more about the characters in the world, uh, just on pace and tone and, and setting alone. Um, so yeah, I only two. I absolutely love it. Will he ever write again? I don't think he'll ever write another page again. He's been damaged. Down lake? Yeah. Whoa. It's not a lake. It's not a lake. It's an ocean, He's been Kyle. Damaged. Uh, you got one, Ian? <laughs> yeah. Well, hearing that list, my gut reaction was Katamari Damacy, but... Ooh, nice. But then oh. I've been thinking about it, and I'm like, we got a lot of those games... And they're making uh, new games in a different kind of franchise, Watam or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm actually going to switch my brain and go to Zone of the Enders. Ooh. Being the only game of these that I actually have ever really played, mm-hmm. uh, I, I really liked Zone of the Enders back in the early days. Again, got it for the MGS2 demo and played that way more than Zone of the Enders. But I did like Zone of the Enders. It's got cool vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that is like the one word I like, cool. Zone yeah. of the Enders of the is, Enders is cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I'd see a new Zone of the Enders on the Switch, and I think they could do cool stuff with the. I don't know if if they made it if they really made it unique in its own thing. I think it'd be neat. Yeah. Make like the Switch it. Zone of the Enders. Make the Switch. I'm ready to make the Switch. I'm ready to make the Switch. I'm God, ready. I hope there's a Metroid. Um, our next email comes from Greg. Subject: Hard quitting. Oh no! Yes. I'm nervous about Greg. this. I basically hard quit Overwatch. Well, hold yeah. on, hold on. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, please excuse me. The text is the, is very small, very tiny <laughs> font. <laughs> please forgive my old man eyes. It might take me a while to get through this one. All right. You can zoom in, pinch zoom. No, I just it's it's so small. Oh, okay. Hello, Go allies. To the doctor. <laughs> Greetings from the United Kingdom. I recently played the visual novel Steinsgate on my Vita and loved it but it was an incredibly slow burn. Anyone who's played the game to completion will tell you that it is one of the most engrossing time time travel stories they've ever seen, but the opening 10 hours or so are almost painfully slow, with exposition dumps, scientific information dumps, and very goofy slice-of-life scenarios until the story takes a dramatic turn at the end of Chapter 5 and keeps you hooked for the rest of the story. I stuck it through the end and loved it, but I almost stopped playing altogether a couple of times because of how long it took to get going, how much dumb, pervy anime nonsense was happening. If it wasn't for the fact that it was on a handheld, I would have definitely done a hard quit. My question is, have you guys ever done a hard quit on a game, and for what reason? Hard quit meaning we made the choice. Yeah. It didn't just yeah. happen. It yeah. didn't just happen organically. You but didn't just Overwatch s- slip away and from I, it. Yeah. I think, You're like, I I'm think not doing this anymore. An important element of this question is, like, you didn't quit just because, like, something else came out or you got busy. It right. was, like, something in this game bothered me so much right. that I said You made no. the choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got one recent. It hurts me to say it. It hurt me to quit it. Uh, Dragon Quest Heroes. Oh no. Hard quit. Dragon Quest Heroes, I hard quit. Um, I just realized I don't like Musa games whatsoever. Uh, there's no stakes. There's no story. I know there's like a story kind of in Dragon Quest Heroes, but it's so in the background. Um, put like eight or nine hours into it and realized that nothing was going to change. I was just going to go on a map and 
hack, 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 hack away. So I said, you know what? I got so many other games. I'm just going to put it on the shelf. Hard quit it twice, actually. The double hard quit. So it was like a soft quit, then a hard quit? It was a hard quit, and then I was like, dude, it's Dragon Quest, man. Dragon Quest Heroes 2 is coming out. It's co-op. I need to finish this game. Started over. Oh, oh started over. Oh, that's, that's what killed me. The first time, though, the first time I had only played a couple hours. Mm, and it was still. months, months later. No, still, you were doing those hours again. Still, I got way past that point. And then, I, again, I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm done. It's wow. funny that you say this because I had the opposite reaction where it like made me more open to that style of game. Mm. And I... there It's definitely repetitive. There, there are definitely points where you're like, okay. But... Like, when yeah. a game is super repetitive and you know there's not going to be an s- emotional story payoff... Mm-hmm. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I hard quit all the time. I yeah. love hard quitting. Oh, I enjoy yeah. it. Absolutely. I'm so a hard quitter. I'm going yeah. with the most recent example. Uh, I saw a 100-foot robot golf uh, for mm. VR. You know, I desire to be in a giant robot so much. Yes. That, uh, I was not even willing to look at the reviews. I said, <laughs> I'm just going to commit to this. I'm going in. Uh, that game is a true stinker. I think the developers know they put out a stinker game. It's truly awful. Uh, could not recommend it at all. Uh don't do it. Don't buy that game. I played maybe two holes of robot golf. Uh, the cutscenes are uh, annoying on purpose. It's like I've had enough. And so uninstalled. Uh, I do that frequently. As we sticks. We talk about sticks. I'll give games a chance. Uh, sometimes it pays off big time. Sometimes you get a Riptide GP2. Sometimes you get 100 foot robot golf. Don't feel bad. Uninstall. Move on. Gotta move yeah. on. Yeah. I, I too hard quit voraciously all the time just like uh to me like a hard there are two different kinds of hard quits that i do i do i do the hard quit where i'm like yeah all right i get it fine i've had enough like i understand what's gonna happen like i did that with doom where i was like i got to hell and i was like okay that's what hell looks like i'm gonna you know spend my time elsewhere i enjoyed it it's nothing against the game i liked it a lot i thought it was a very good shooter but i'm just like i don't have to spend more time on this i've done it you know, there's that kind of hard quit. And then there's the hard quit where I, like, it's, like, I'm, like, offended at, like, the low quality or, like, something that's going on that where I'm just, like, no, screw you, you know, like, delete. Uh, I do that here and there, too. I did that with Pokemon Go. I did that with mm. No Man's Sky. Mm. Uh, did that with, uh, man, it happens kind of a lot <laughs> uh, where I'm just, like, nope, you're done, you know. I had another example, but now I don't remember what it was. But, yeah, it's life's too short, you know? I want to take back something I said. I said the developers made it stinky on purpose. Obviously, no developers ever do that with a video game. Sure. Well, they, they're the people who made Roundabout. I think, like, they have a very jokey aesthetic. I do think yeah. Robot Golf maybe is a little less uh, polished, probably, than Roundabout. It's not a polished game. It was They probably wanted to get hit the VR yeah. deadline. I, I liked Roundabout. Roundabout is really good. Yeah. It's funny. I can't think of any other game. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more. I know there are some that I just, like, It feels <laughs> like top ten dopamines. My number one dopamine is finishing a game. Yeah, It I feels so good that oh. it th- that outweighs sometimes slogging through a six or a five. Like, the feeling of completing it just makes it all worth it. Like, I love There are times when games. I play a five and I finish it and I feel like I wasted my time. Yeah. Mm. 
I, I never do. I never I re- feel like that. Unless it's some, you know, it, the Dragon Quest Heroes was a big thing because it's so long. It is very long. That yeah. made it. E- that made the decision easier where it's like, you know, 50 hours of the exact same thing with no payoff. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so. I remember the other one. I violently hard quit the demo. <laughs> demo? For Dragon Quest Builders. Whoa! Whoa! Quit the what? shit out of that! That game is been playing all the Dragon Quest Builders. That game is great. I know. That game is Here's the great. thing. So I wanted good. to play it. I want. I was really excited to play it. In the demo, I'm hoping that the real game is very different. In the demo, uh, the character, the main character, is like bored by the tutorial, and so was I. And like the tutorial kept making the tutorial longer because the character keeps going like, "Oh, come on." And then the narrator's like, oh, I'm sorry, are you bored? And then the character's like, yes, he's like falling asleep. This happens in the demo, I don't know. There's a tutorial, but I don't remember it being especially long. It's constant text, and like, it's just like, it's trying to be cheeky and funny, and the character itself is going like, uh, you know? And like, at first I didn't understand what was happening, because I was way far away from the main character. The camera's way over here. And then the narrator, the little narration on the bottom would just be like, oh, I'm sorry, am I boring you? And I'm like... Are you talking to me? Because yes. And then... Uninstall. And then, yeah, well, and then uh, you couldn't pick your character, which you can in the real game, so the real game is different. But then there was this noise that happens with every menu and every dialogue and everything that was so grating and annoying to me <laughs> that I actually couldn't play the game. And I, like, turned the sound effects off, but then it took out all the sound effects. And I was like, oh, my God. So this is, it was the most violent. <laughs> it was the most violent hard quit I've ever done, I think. Besides my No Man's Sky one. I used to be scared. Oh, no Man's Sky hard quit. Like, three That's years hard. ago, I used to be scared oh, yeah. to come on video game podcasts because I'm so petty against games. Me too. I'm so thankful to have Ian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone who is pettier than I am. Dude, download yeah. that demo and tell me I'm wrong. Because that demo was irritating. So, tell me I'm wrong. Fine. Like, I'm sure the real game is great. Yeah. It seems jolly as hell. And, mm-hmm. like, maybe once you can actually play the damn thing, it was fun. I played that for an hour. And I was just like, I hate this. You gave it a shot. No, it's just it's hard to respond to because I I totally believe that these things drove you nuts. But it didn't like they didn't bother me at all, and so it's hard to like parse what you're saying. Yeah, like the 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 tutorial to me, like I just kind of flew through it. So Kyle rattled me with his uh, 70 minutes of uh, game playing, and I forgot Dragon Quest Builders. I've been playing. You were what do you mean I rattled yeah. you? Because <laughs> I wanted to speed it along. I was like, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. already burned we a lot of time. We were talking about your games. So hey, 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 hey. What a long form show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I know they always want it longer, but I still feel, I've been used to sure. wanting to like get through it. Sure. Uh, no offense to you, Kyle, at all. Zero. I was just saying, wait. Dude, slight. There's Get that no, slight no, count on the screen. Slides. I didn't mean for it to come out as a slight. It's not a slight. I'm just it's kidding. not a slight. I'm just giving you a hard time. But you love Dragon Ball Z. Crispy bacon. You love that little noise at every fucking thing you do in that game. Uh, The one one thing I want to say about Dragon Ball Z really quick is I've got crazy OCD. That's another reason I finish my games is because I just have to, like, complete it. Dragon Ball Builders is the first, like, building game. I'm I'm not... I don't find... I don't feel like I'm a creative person. I'm terrible at drawing. I'm terrible at building. Like, games where you have to use your imagination, I'm really bad at. It's like, no, I want the masters of their craft to craft me something so I can go through their work. Mm-hmm. Quest Builders is the first time where I've been so okay, and maybe this has to do with date my Deus Ex Epiphany, I've been so okay with just, like, building a little piece of shit and moving on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. That's not where I thought that was going. 
<laughs> I thought it was gonna be like I'm really good at building stuff in Dragon Ball. Nope. <laughs> so okay with that. But I think a reason why you can feel okay about that and even good about it is because they do a great job of giving you purpose and direction. Where it's like, yes. do this thing, yeah. and then we're gonna use that to move on to something exactly. more important. So and you have that thing pulling you through that you yes. don't have in other building games. So uh, I'm really excited to hear it. Jones talk about this game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he loves well, because he's the exact opposite of Hubert. He does he not build it. a little piece yeah. of shit. The he, stuff he builds in that, I'm like, wow, yeah. dude. And it'll Lead be off, it'll so. be 2 a.m. You're shutting your PS4 down, and you're like, oh, Jones is playing Dragon <laughs> Quest Builders right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, one time I like woke coming, up at 5 a.m. and Jones is just like building away. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Jones never so sleeps. Good. When does that guy sleep? I don't know. I don't know if he does sleep. He, I don't know he, if he sleeps. Odd hours. Because sometimes he'll just like stream at three in the morning, and yeah. I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Are you guys ready for our last email? Yes. I'm. Yeah. Ready, ready, ready. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm starving. starving. I'm starving, and I've had to pee for like an hour and a half. Brad uh, is pacing gotta, in the wings. Yeah, Brad is pacing. outside. Oh, I didn't even know Brad oh, was he's here. He's been here for oh, like no. an hour. Oh Dude, no. He's wearing, he's wearing <laughs> a Fowler Club shirt. Last yeah. email. We got to wrap it up. Subject. Can games redeem themselves from no. John? Good Hail question. Allies. Thank you. Something I've been debating with myself a lot lately is once a game or movie, if you prefer, let's just stick. Well, we could do whatever. Series loses some f- of the faith from its fan base. Can it ever regain it? How far is too far to redeem itself? A personal example is Mass Effect. The biggest news that stuck from ME3 was mm. the ending. Do you think Mass Effect Andromeda can regain the amazingness that was Mass Effect 2? 100%. Yes. Yeah, I There's think it takes hope. one game to it redeem It takes a, game. a new game, yeah. yeah. It yeah. takes a new game. Like, if you, you can misstep, unless you misstep in, like, a way that's offensive, you know, like, a bad ending is like, that sucks, you know? That's a misstep where it's just like, okay, you, you made a mistake. If you make a misstep where, like, your game is, like, actually, like, offensive, like, sexist, racist, whatever... Then I I I don't know that I would even give it the chance, you know, just because no, I, mean, I don't want to. No, it can still redeem itself. Maybe if they like go out of their way, but like you don't, I don't feel good about giving my money to that, you know, like and give it a second try. Give it a second try. People can change. So Games the people change. who made hatred, you're gonna buy their next game if it's like a cool game. I have a great example that is uh, uh, extremely relevant. Give we were it talking to about me. it today is Hitman. Yes. Yes. yes, you guys hated Hitman. it at first. No, I, I, no, no, not even that. Absolution. Hitman Absolution. Absolution. Oh, oh, I see. Is a terrible video game, and it not only is it terrible, it stripped away what made that franchise great in the first place: creative kills, you know, using your environment and all that. And now here we are with Hitman, and it's completely back to the basics and uh, tripling down on using the environment and like surveying your surroundings. Open world in nature, like each level, open environment, uh, whereas Absolution was super linear. So I went from, you know, Hitman, one of my all time favorite franchises, to, oh my God, Absolution, this franchise is dead, mm-hmm. to now like, holy crap, that was just season one. Hitman has a bright future. So. I love that. You love to hear that. I think I think <clears throat> I think Mass Effect 100% Andromeda is going to I'm going to play the hell out of that. And I, I got bored awesome. halfway through 3 and stopped. Do you know what I series I, I want to redeem itself so bad is turn that ship around after years of disappointment. Some would argue that it already happened with Final certain Fantasy. games. No. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, Sonic. I'm ready for the Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic is, Sonic is really funny because people we just Sonic all, could be we that. all keep giving it a try. Yeah, <laughs> over and over again. Every time yeah. we're like, this is the one. Because we're nope. the age. This one's the one. Yeah. Nope. Okay, this one's <laughs> yeah. the one. 
Mania is going to be the one, though, for real. <laughs> Mania is the new one coming out, right? Mania is the new one good. coming out. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. my god. Yep. So good. Yeah. Sonic, yeah. Sonic, 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 really good. Sonic. He hits us because he loves us. Yeah. Nope. Uh, yeah. Sonic. <laughs> That's a perfect example. Can, here's a question: Can No Man's Sky ever redeem itself? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Really? I, I honestly. What think would that game have to do? Uh, put endings it's a good in. Question, yeah. Man. Put like actual content in cities. I don't think it will, but I think I it don't can. think. I think that they're too personally hurt. To do anything on that game anymore? Oh no, they're working on the game. They they keep they keep doing bug fixes. Yeah, they've disappeared from social media. Yeah, I believe there will be a patch and they'll come back to social media, but I don't think it will redeem it. But I think it can happen, and it's really interesting that, that Rainbow Six Siege could Siege? redeem itself. Destiny, uh, Destiny, yeah, Destiny redeemed itself. Division they're, right now. Destiny yeah. redeemed itself. Division is coming. So back. even a fail at launch can yeah. save itself, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Street they're... Fighter Five, I'm hoping for. Uh, don't. So wait, did Street Fighter Five fall off? Big People time. hate Dude, it now. We were so high. I know. Street Fighter Five. Everybody just, loved it at first. I loved it. Too many mistakes. Oh. What happened? What was wrong with it? It. I really enjoy the game itself. It's just how it was at launch. And yeah, the way the, the the slow pace at which they updated things, and just like weird decisions that they made all along the way, without getting into the nitty gritty details, right, right, it, right. Uh, I just I just don't it it slowly eroded its own momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two big examples slowly that slowly eroded its, its own, own momentum. momentum. Nice, yeah. beautiful. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Two examples that stick out to me. I mean, we've said them before, but Diablo three, like yeah. Totally yeah. Yeah. Yes. in yeah. the gutter, like yeah. being flushed down the toilet <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yanked back up. Yeah, I had a personal turnaround on that one. Yeah, hated it at first, and now it's like one of my favorite games. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I mean, like, is, is anything more impressive than Final Fantasy fourteen Realm Reborn? Like, oh my god, oh, we will example. just make well the done, game man. again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like how the Crazy. name is even just like a Realm Reborn. Yeah. Like the yeah. name is like try number two. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. So it totally can't happen to answer your question. Oh, yeah. I love this optimism. I I love it it when it happens, too. Mm -hmm. It feels really good when that happens. And people, people, you talked about this on Dear Bosman. People want that. Yeah. People want to have that failure become a success. Yeah. Taking King. I have a question. Taking King. I have a quick question. Isn't the necromancer basically just the witch doctor? Like, don't no, they, no. So they've gone exactly out of their the way to say, yeah. no, this is different. You will see why. They're, they're active. Yeah. Uh, whereas the witch doctor summons and forgets. Okay. Uh, necromancer summons and uses Controls. them actively. Uses different well abilities. Well said, Huber. Because, like, Diablo 2 necromancer basically is just the witch doctor, right? Yeah. I mean, I played them both extensively, but I'm having trouble remembering. There were still some, like, activations, yeah. like corpse explosions. You could explode corpses. I remember yeah. that. But, like, how stupid is that? That it's just, like, a paid character. I paid thought it's free. I, it no, I thought it was my free. Favorite way the Necromancer is not free. You have to pay for it? You have to pay yeah. for it. And oh, it's I like, thought they were just going to drop it like no, they do everything else. No. Oh. You got to pay for it, and there's no new expansion. Well, you have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. Is that 100%? Yeah, 100% I thought, you I have said in the but intro. The Diablo, the Diablo 1, one retro thing. Diablo 1 is free. Yes. Free. Is that but PC you have only? to pay for the Necromancer. Is that going to be That'll PC be on only or is well. it on? Okay. That's on console as well. Okay, but good. it's not all of Diablo 1. No. It's just a it is dungeon. a 16 floor yeah. thing. It's just yeah. a crawler. Yeah, that yeah. has thing. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Diablo 3 is great. What's up? How many floors was Diablo 1? Well, it was like, you kept going down, but it like divided it into different, like you had the cathedral and you had the Wait, is Diablo 1 all in one building? 
you keep like, going down. Yeah, the idea down. is that you keep oh, descending you're, you're, deeper and deeper oh, and deeper. So cool. down yeah. Yes, deeper until you get church. to hell and you fight against yeah. Diablo. Right, 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 right. I want to see how they do the because they have the Butcher in Diablo three. I want to see how they redo Diablo one mm-hmm. Butcher in Diablo three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> mm. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Little, too. I'm wondering how the eight d- d- directions of movement is going to work on the PS4 version. Yeah, he was like all like excited about that. And I'm yeah. like, that makes sense on a computer. It'll be kind of weird. I mean, I guess it'll work. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see. But it's that time. It's that time to close shop, uh. say our goodbyes, and to to be thankful that we got to talk about so many great video games. So many great. So games. many great games. So yeah. many great video games. You know. You know. It. We're at two hours and thirty seven minutes. I don't even care. Then my only hope. Let's let's go on. Let's let's love games. My only hope is that. There are people watching this right now that don't know what to play because we talked about yes, so many great that's games. That's what I want. <laughs> I'm, 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 there. I'm there right now. I'm like Monster Hunter Generations, Owlboy, Titanfall, maybe? I like, want a tweet or an email that says, I had to go to the hospital because my mind erupted because I couldn't make a gaming choice. That's what I want. Like we, just to be clear, we don't actually want anyone to have an aneurysm. No, I was, this is just a joke. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> go to the eye doctor. It's important. Go to the uh, eye doctor. Please, will you go to the eye doctor? I have to go. I'll go with you. Let's go together. Okay. Make it an easy update. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good Thank episode. you, everyone, for episode. watching. I know these shows are long. I know you've got a lot of things that you can watch that you can consume your time with. I, it means so much to me that you watch this show and you, you get to listen to us ramble and, and gush about games. I, it means a lot. Uh, if you want more of us, please go to easyallies.com. There you will find links to our Patreon, our Twitch, and our YouTube page. Uh, and yeah, thank you guests so much for your lively, energetic conversations. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? I don't know. You're great. I'm beaten down. I love no, all of you. Beaten down, Brian. Beaten, beaten down, down, Brian. Brian. Until yeah. next time.